He is bulked out. And he's an ox. You know, I, I, I now I can call him and ask him to lift things. I don't, I don't, I don't have to worry about opening the jelly jar. Give it to him. Let him do it. But hey, praise the Lord. Um, now these are the years when the children can be a bigger help in different ways. Um, it's what we've raised them for. Taught them how to work hard, work with their hands, and um, and most importantly, to live for Jesus Christ all the days of their life. All the days of their life. You say, why? Because that's our sole purpose in this life. You know, I've been looking at the news, and uh, uh, Trump, um, as brash as always, Hillary, um, maybe she's hanging on to some slim hope that Jill Stein might actually be successful in her recount efforts. And who knows, maybe they'll discover that um, there were votes uncounted, and Trump may, who knows, he could, he could lose this thing. I don't think so. You know, and, 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 and the world continues to go to hell in a handbasket. And when I step back, it's, it's very easy for us to be consumed with everyday news. It's what we live for oftentimes. Most guys, most guys, um, before even reading their Bibles, will turn on the news. Uh, we'll get on the Internet. It's, it's, it's a soap opera for men, if you would. And uh, they're just consumed with it. Well, what's going on in the world today? You might not even have, uh, 50 years ago, you might not have had this opportunity or even cared. Now, I mean, you had to wait for the newspaper. But now, I mean, everything is right at our fingertips, and it's almost as if we could not live without it, and it has become that addictive. The very things that we used to rip on women for, you know, oh, they got to watch Days of Our Lives and Dr. Kildare and all that, you know, it's just soap operas and, and uh, Dr. Phil and, uh, um, you know, what's that, Jerry Springer and all those other worthless daytime. Ellen, that's another worthless daytime television show. I say, well, you guys rip, you rip, you rip on the women for their addiction to that, but men are just is addicted to the news. And you know what the problem is, is we've been drawn away from the book, and that's the Bible. Now, if you, if you tune in to this show and you expect to hear us rip on politics, you might just get that, all right? You might, and we have done it. We have weighed in on several things. We've weighed in on the, uh, the election. We weighed in on Donald Trump. We weighed in on Hillary. And um, I guess they're saying that Hillary or Trump was uh, our Hillary has gained 16,000 votes in Pennsylvania in just the last week. You know, uh, maybe the Christians are a little bit nervous on that. I don't know. I'm not really nervous about it. You see, guys, we have a mission. We have a purpose in this life, and that purpose is to put a smile on God's face. And I think we've forgotten that. I think we have forgotten that as uh, we um, as we go through our days. We have forgotten how vital it is to please the Lord. And it is because of the distractions in our life. It is because we've just got too many things to pull us away from the truth. Now, there's a Texas elector, GOP elector, says he will not cast his vote for Trump. Whoop-de-doo, man. Seriously. Whoop-de-doo. What is that going to matter in the grand scheme of things? When you study your Bibles, guys, you get to Revelation chapter 4. John, he sums up everything. 
with these words, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for Thou hast created all things, and for Thy pleasure they are and were created. Everything created by our God was made for His pleasure. And if that is not our sole focus in life, then we are failing miserably. We are failing absolutely miserably. And that's a shame because when we, when we leave this life to the next, the Bible is clear. It's appointed unto man once to die, and after this, the judgment. So there's no way we're shaking the death call, guys. It's coming. When you stand before the Lord, you have an eternity to live, and you now have to answer for the one life you had control of. This life, you will be judged at the great white throne judgment if you don't know Jesus Christ, and you will be judged at the judgment seat of Christ if you do know Christ. And that's, of course, 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and 2 Corinthians chapter 3. In both passages, it is clear that we must stand before Jesus Christ, and we must give an account. And our works will be judged by the fire. There will be saints of God that when their works have gone through, it'll be burned up, and they'll have no reward. Now, that does not mean they will lose their salvation. All right? we, I do not believe that. I've never believed you can lose your salvation. Not even remotely. I don't believe that the scriptures back that up. I think that is something that our our fleshly desires would like to create in order to control what we despise. It's true. The Bible says we're preserved in Christ. So literally, you could go through the judgment as a saint of God and have nothing, because you really didn't please him in this life. Say, well, if you don't please the Lord, then, then you obviously are not saved. That's not necessarily true. You can please him in calling on Christ for salvation, and then simply not do anything that's for his glory. Say, is that possible? Yeah. And 1 Corinthians 3 and verse 15 says, If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved yet so is by fire. Yet so as by fire. That's what the scriptures teach. This is probably the one doctrine that just bothers the control freaks of religion. It's the one doctrine that just, just itches at people. Well, this whole saved by grace, once saved, always saved, that's some... Um, you know, that's just a free pass to do whatever you want. No, what it is, is it annoys you because you can't control it. That's really the problem. You're not upset with the injustice. You just can't control it. That's why Roman Catholics have always argued against that. That's why Jehovah's Witnesses have always argued. I actually had a, um, a saint of God. 
I believe he was. I believe he was saved. Argued that you could lose your salvation. And he said, the reason why I know that the once saved, always saved is the wrong doctrine, he said, is because everyone believes it. And he says, broad is the way that leads to destruction. And narrow is the way that leads to life everlasting. That was his argument. And I began to think about it. I thought, well, is that true? And, and the fact of the matter is, guys, it's not. Roman Catholicism teaches that you can lose your salvation and you have to keep your salvation and you have to earn your salvation. Works. Now watch this. Jehovah's Witnesses believe you have to be faithful and earn your salvation. Works. Mormons believe you have to be faithful and earn your salvation. Works. Calvary Chapel believes you have to earn your salvation. Works. And keep your salvation. Or, well, they believe that you get it by grace, but you can lose it if you're not faithful enough. Still works. And we can go on and on, guys. The the majority of religion today teach, in fact, religion defined is you've got to be faithful in order to acquire something. And if you're not working, you probably aren't, one, saved, or two, um, or two, you've lost it. That's true, Frank. If you have enough money, you might be able to. But even that, even with that... Um, you still got to get your last rights in. Frank says, but hey, as a Catholic, you can always buy it back if you get the right amount of cash. <laughs> but if you don't do your last rights, which is one of the seven sacraments, then uh, all we can do is put a big question mark on your um, casket and hope for the best. Not somebody coming to me and say, well, why do you got to be so aggressive? I mean, why, why do you got to be so in your face? It seems like you're always attacking something or another. Well, brethren... You'll find as you study the Bible that the favorite theme of Jesus Christ, the Apostle Paul, one of, um, Peter, James, Jude, John, every single one of them deals with false prophets and attacking those false prophets, warning against those false prophets. And here's the reason why. Because that's the greatest threat, is false teaching to Christianity. That's the greatest threat to the world, is this false teaching, um, whether it be you could lose your salvation or you have to earn your salvation, all of that, that is a threat. And Jesus Christ said, you've got to beware of these guys. And the Apostle Paul says, we don't even give them, we don't even give them an hour that's in Galatians. And then in Acts 15, it says, he goes, we gave them no small disputation. That means when he found out there was false teachers in the church, he let them have it, and he let them have it in a hard way. Paul let us know that you can sin and continue to sin as a saint of God. But the Bible tells us that our sins are paid for in eternity, and we have an advocate with the Father. Jesus Christ, the righteous. And once you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, then you are declared righteous by God. It's done because your advocate paid your price. You say, well, what about our sin in this life? Well, we continue to sin in this life. We fight it. We battle the flesh. 
And we come to God each day for mercy. And the Bible does teach us that you will uh, reap what you sow in Galatians. But that reaping is not an eternity in hell. You can't make it read that in Galatians chapter 5. You see, the Bible says we are preserved in Christ in the book of Jude. That's the amazing thing. When we stand before the Lord, Jesus Christ will present us as spotless. You say, how is that possible? Because he paid for our sins, all of them, every single one of them. Say, what about the ones I haven't committed yet? Done. Done. Paid for. Cleansed under the blood. Say, well, that just gives us a free pass. No, that's what you would like to think. Now, there are some that might take advantage of that, and you'll still pay for it in this life. But if you have called on Christ, you have put your faith and trust in Christ, according to the book of Jude, you are sanctified and you are preserved in Christ. Let me give you this. Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ and brother of James, to them that are sanctified by God, that's, notice this, set apart by God, made holy by God, not by you. You cannot sanctify yourself. You cannot set yourself as holy. You must be declared righteous by God, the Father. And then notice what it says here. After he does that, and preserved in Christ and called. You go down to uh, the end of the book of Jude. It says here in verse 24, it says, Now unto him... Watch this, that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. Amen. Did you get that? He's the one that presents us faultless, and he's the one that keeps us from falling. And he's the one that gets glory, not us. That's why the Bible says, for by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. Yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. When you stand before the Lord, you cannot say even in the slightest, ah, it's a good thing I made it. Even Paul says, I know whom I have believed and am, now notice this, persuaded that he is able to keep, keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. You say, well, that was his life. Not so, Lady J., that was his soul. Paul didn't care about his life, guys. Study your Bibles. He said, I'm in a street betwixt two. Having a desire to depart would be far better. He says, but it's needful for me to stay. If Paul had his druthers, he'd have been long gone. It wasn't his life that he was worried about. It was the soul. John chapter 10 
one of the sweetest passages in the Scripture. And I listened to men over and over again try to convince me, well, you could get out of this hand. <laughs> right, book, chapter, and verse. Let me give you these wonderful verses. In John 10 and verse 27, whoa, oh man, there's the music. That means we got to stop. We'll be right back. If you want to hear how the Lord keeps us, you need to stay tuned. Stay tuned after these messages. and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your 
your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. American Voice Radio Network is heard on Galaxy 19 at 97 degrees west, transponder 23, frequency 12115, audio PID 2595. AVR is heard on the left side audio channel, and AVR2 is heard on the right side audio channel. Remember, both AVR and AVR2 are on Galaxy 19. Same network, double the choices. Preach. 
broadcast. For those of you just tuning in, this is the Contenders for the Faith radio broadcast. I am Pastor Anthony Grissy. I am the pastor of Payson First Baptist Church in Payson, Arizona, where it's just a little bit nippy out here, but that's okay. Um, it always warms up, warms up by noon. We did have some snow last week uh, right in our hunt, and I, that doesn't bother me because once the snow hits the ground, man, the elk just stand out. Unfortunately, they stood out about a mile away from my shooting um, abilities. So uh, at least I got to see something. That's really um, all that matters. You know, that's what, that's what, 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 what <laughs> that's, so, that's so lame, isn't it? Uh, I'm just going to beat the guys in the chat room to the punch. You know, when your team loses, you, you, when people start rubbing in your face, you just, you do this. You say, ah, it's just a game. You know, well, when a hunter doesn't get an animal, he's like, oh, I had a good hunt. I could see something out there. That's that's the way we cover up for when we're like, I can't believe I didn't get anything. But, um, oh, well, tis life. Now, you can contact me um, via email, pastor at paceandfirstbaptistchurch.info, pastor at paceandfirstbaptistchurch.info. We did change uh, the email address a little bit. We used to be .net, but now it's .info. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know if it's that critical, but we want to keep everything about our church as close to a church and biblical as we, as we can. And so we took net off because we're not a network. We're part of a network. We put info there because all it is is we're just giving out some information about our church. I don't know. I don't know how that'll fly in a court of law, what have you. It's really not my worries. We're just doing the best we can to um, to be biblical. Just doing the best we can to be biblical. Because here's the thing, guys. You can live life your way. You can live life as you see it. Or, or you can actually do something that puts a smile on God's face. And that's what we're attempting to do. Uh, we are not a registered church. Um, we are not incorporated. We don't have a bank account. We don't have insurance. Um, our insurance is the fact that Jesus Christ is the groom, and we are the bride, and the groom should be able to take care of his church. Yeah, that's my dog barking. And see, guys, I'm broadcasting um, inside my office, and uh, well, what do you call this? Uh, um, what is it? Reality? T- re- yeah, there we go. Reality radio. That's it. This is reality radio, folks. You are now stepping into a day in the life of Pastor Anthony Garissi. Dog barking, phone ringing, and babies crying. That's my life. I have six kids. It's, uh, you know, peace and quiet is something I won't get in for another 
18 years, I guess. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> you can contact me via email or you can call me, 928-474-3530. That's the church number. If you're in the area, come look us up. We are a Bible-believing church. We are King James Bible-believing church. We still preach and teach that old book. We believe it's perfect. I believe it's perfect. And when I stand before God, if I'm going to be guilty of anything, let it be that I'm guilty of believing that book a little too much. I really do believe that God preserved it perfectly, and uh, you may have a better argument against that, whatever. I still am confident that God has given us His Word, and He's given us His Word in that book. And uh, we memorize it, we love it, we live by it, and I'd rather have something than nothing. All right? I'd rather have something than nothing. And I'm going to give you something uh, along those lines. We were talking a little bit in the first half of the broadcast on the subject of um, assurance of salvation, having hope that you are on your way to heaven. Um, there's a reason why I believe that the Roman Catholic Church is a, uh, is a political organization and not a church. Uh, it is not a biblical church, not in any stretch of the imagination. And that is, if you were one of the most important reasons, of course, is that if you were to ask any one of them whether they knew for sure they're on their way to heaven, you know what they'd tell you? I don't know. No one can know. In fact, Vatican Council II declared that uh, you're, if you claim to know that you would be cursed and damned as a heretic, all right? Well, that's, that's false religion, guys. Jehovah's Witnesses cannot teach, they cannot know for sure they're on the way to heaven. Mormons cannot know for sure they're going to attain their third heaven. Uh, Jehovah's Witnesses aren't certain that they'll reach 144,000 uh, witness status. Um, the religions of the world, they thrive on no assurance. When I talk to people who believe they can lose their salvation, they really can't tell me what it takes to lose it. And then when I ask them, have you lost it yet? They usually say, well, no, I haven't lost it yet. And uh, if you lost it, what would it take to get it back? Because if you could lose it, Hebrews 6 says you can't get it back. That tells us that whatever you got is something that is more powerful than you can keep. Go to John chapter 10 in your Bibles. John chapter 10. Then I'm going to show you something really neat in your Bibles. John chapter 10. I right, say, so well, everybody goes to that verse. And when I, when I, I, I will say to these people who believe you can lose your salvation, let's go to John chapter 10. They're like, oh, everybody goes to that verse. Yeah, well, give me a reason for not using this verse to stand on. Okay? They can't argue against it. Here's what Jesus says. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Now notice what he says, and I give unto them eternal life. He gives it to us, and they shall never perish. Never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. You're in his hand. And you can't be plucked out. And then here's the argument. You ready? Well, you can pluck yourself out. Yeah, because that's what it says. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to be ridiculing. What I'm doing is being contentious. That's my job, to earnestly contend for the faith. The problem with this religion that could be lost, earned, or kept is it's the same stuff that the Jewish Pharisees were trying to teach. And they tried to slip it into the church in Acts chapter 15. I'm not done with John chapter 10, but since I said Acts 15, we'll go there. All right, so keep yourself in John 10. 
Um, and if you want to keep something, keep yourself there. <clears throat> uh, Acts chapter 15. Here's what it says. And certain men which came down from Judea taught the brethren and said, verse 1, except ye be circumcised after the manner of Moses, ye cannot be saved. So they believed that you you needed Christ, but you needed to be circumcised. And of course, they weren't talking about a spiritual circumcision, guys. So you ladies out there, that, that might be a little bit of a difficult thing for you ladies. But anyways, it says, when therefore Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension and disputation with them. They determined that Paul and Barnabas and certain other of them should go to Jerusalem unto the apostles. And, of course, you know that they would bring that question to them, because there were a lot of great leaders at that time that believed you could lose it, and they finally solidified the issue in Acts chapter 15. In Acts chapter 15, he was so clear that you could not earn your way to heaven. Even Peter said this. He said, um, let's see if I can find it. <clears throat> Peter rose up and said in verse 7, Men and brethren, you know how that a good while ago God made choice among us that the Gentiles by my mouth should hear the word of the gospel and believe. And God which knoweth the hearts bear them witness, giving them the Holy Ghost, even as he did unto us, and put no difference between us and them, purifying their hearts by faith. Now therefore, why tempt ye God, now listen to me, folks, to put a yoke upon the neck of the disciples, which neither our fathers nor we were able to bear. But we believe that through the grace of the Lord Jesus, we shall be saved even as they. Here's the thing. When you add works or a keeping or an effort to keep your salvation, you put a yoke. And what is a yoke supposed to do? You put a yoke upon the believers or non-believers, to control them. And Peter said, no man's able to bear that yoke. But that's what we like. We like some sort of tangible thing that we can hold on to. And Jesus said, there is nothing about your salvation that's yours. It's me giving it to you. It's free. You couldn't earn it. You couldn't keep it. You can't claim it as well, I, you know, this, this is all me. It's No, it's Christ's work on the cross, plus nothing, and grace for your sake. That's it. No one can know for sure they're on their way to heaven. Once again, spouting things that you don't have Bible to back up. In 1 John chapter 5 and verse 13, the Bible says... These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God. Stop right there. I'm going to ask our listeners, have you believed in the name of the Son of God? Did you believe that he's the only sacrificial work to save your soul? Do you believe he is God? Do you believe he's your Savior and that he paid for your sins and that he saved your soul? If you believe that, here's what the rest of the verse says. These things have I written unto you that believe in the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life. You know it. And then he tells you that you may believe in the name of the Son of God. Why? Just keep believing. Say, so what if I stop believing? Here's the thing. Once you put your faith and trust in Christ, you're sealed. You're preserved. You might have lost sight of your faith, but you're still saved. You say, oh, I don't believe that, but I'll tell you right now. You're not. Now, come on now. Come on now. You just don't like it. Look at John chapter 10 again. 
I give unto them eternal life in verse 28. They shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father which gave them me is greater than all. And no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. And not one in agreement. Excuse me, not just one in agreement. They're one. I had a Jehovah's Witness. We were out on the street corner, street preaching. We do street preaching. We'll go out on the... Um, uh, we'll go out on uh, the highway, uh, Highway 260 uh, and Highway 87, right there at that intersection. And uh, we'll hold up scripture signs because we believe the Word of God is powerful, quick and powerful, according to Hebrews 4:12. And uh, then we'll preach. We'll let. Uh, I got a bunch of teenage boys that just they're just rearing to go, and they'll just preach. And they preach the gospel. We don't preach against abortion. We're not preaching against homosexuals. We preach against sin, but that's not our purpose. All right? We do preach against sin because you need to know you're a sinner. All right? But we point to Jesus Christ, the good news of the gospel. We're not avoiding the negative stuff, but we're not distracted by it. And that's a very important fact that a lot of saints miss sometimes, and non-saints. Like, for instance, Westboro Baptist Church. Uh, those guys, they're, not, they're so far outside the realm of the Bible, it's not even funny. This Jehovah's Witness comes up to me, and I said, hey, sir, can I give you a gospel track? He says, I'm a Jehovah's Witness. I know my Bible. I mean, he was mad at me. I don't even know why he was mad at me. Well, okay, I know why he was mad at me. Obviously, he was a little convicted, but he's like, I know my Bible. And I said, well, do you know Jesus Christ as your Savior? Because the Bible says, he that hath the Son hath life, and he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. That's what the Bible says. But the wrath of God abideth in him. He said, if you don't have Jesus Christ, he says, he says, I believe there's one God, the Father. And he says, and what's his name? He said, Elohim, Adonai, Jehovah. That's right, Jehovah. And I said, well, the Bible teaches this, that without Jesus Christ, you don't get to see Jehovah. Oh, and you know what he said? I said, besides that, Jesus Christ is God. I had to throw that in. You want to know why? Because we're earnestly contending for the faith. And he, he said, you're stupidly wrong. Those were his words. I said, well, that's awful arrogant. <laughs> I don't understand why they're trying to fight against these wonderful truths. I'm in the Father's hand. I'm in the Son's hand. I'm in the Father's hand. I'm doubly protected. So, well, you could pry the fingers of the Father's hand. <laughs> no way, man. He's got me. I'm his sheep. Well, I can, I'm going to give him the wushu finger hold. He'll have to let go then. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I can't help that. There you go. There's that pop culture coming in. <laughs> I'm, I'm The super spiritual crowd get really mad. Oh, he made a movie reference. I'm sorry, man. I, I couldn't help it. You've got me. Let me show you something else. Now, this ought to bless your heart. But you guys that are trying to keep it, I don't know. How do you even know you've got it? If you think you can lose it, knowing how corrupt you are, how in the world do you think that you still have it? Seriously. Well, you know, I, I pray every day. Right. And then the moment you walk out, you have bad thought comes through your mind. You men, you hearing me? Bad thought comes through your mind. That's sin instantly. Unless, of course, you believe in this... Um, Venial sin and mortal sin that the Roman Catholic Church teaches. Yeah, there we go. That's it. 
that's how you look at things. Well, you know, if if I kill someone, then yeah, I'm not saved. I'm not saved because that's a mortal sin. Now who's the Roman Catholic? But if I just, you know, just a little, just a little thing slips through my mind, it ain't nothing. I didn't do anything. I didn't act upon it. That's a venial sin. I mean, it's a little tiny sin. So that's that's not that's not gonna. Yeah, you're not. You know, now James just ta- does talk about a sin unto death, guys. He does talk about that. That means there's some things that you do that God will punish you a little bit harder for, but it isn't going to give you a hotter place in hell. If you're saved, all right, and you commit adultery, you're going to go through the fire, man, but it ain't going to be the fires of hell. But see, we don't like that. We, we don't like that at all. We want to make him pay. Listen, guys, I'm holding on to my the, my God's hand. He's got me in his hands. He's preserved me. I have an advocate with the Father. And anytime Satan pops up and says, this guy's a sinner, Lord, he's an unrighteous man, the, the Savior steps in as my advocate. And he says, no, um, he believed on me, and you declared him righteous already, God. He's righteous because of my blood. People are like, I don't, I don't like that. I know, because you want to control something. It's out of your hand, man. It's in the Father's hand. Just stay in there. You're safe. Matthew chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7. Now get this, guys. This is such a wonderful thing that I saw that your King James Bible does for you. In Matthew chapter 7, the Bible says this. Enter ye in at the straight gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. I started reading that verse. Now, the first thing, if you're going to understand that verse, those two verses, you're obviously going to have to understand English a little bit, and you're going to have to get spelling, because... um, this is very, very important, guys. If you get the two words straight and straight mixed up, you're not going to get the meaning. S-T-R-A-I-G-H-T um, is different from S-T-R-A-I-T. And S-T-R-A-I-T is the word, the spelling of the word that's used in verse 14. Straight is the gate and narrows the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. And he tells you to enter in at that gate. Now, if you change it to straight, S-T-R-A-I-G-H-T, all that means is a, uh, it's a, a straight line, basically. It's not crooked. But straight, on the other hand, S-T-R-A-I-T, is a narrow passageway. All right? That's the difference. You can actually have a broad passageway that's not crooked. But the way unto life is narrow. It's very important, guys. It's narrow. Meaning, you go through God straight. It's not broad. There are broad paths to take that aren't crooked. Mormons are not crooked, necessarily. Well, actually, some of their theology is. But most Mormons that you will talk to, they're really not crooked people. They're good people. You can be good and not corrupt, so to speak, and yet not have having gone through the straight gate. The straight gate is only through Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. Now, here's the neat thing, and I'm running out of time, so I've got to give this to you guys. This is so good. 
All right? If you stay in Matthew chapter 7, you'll see that he'll deal with people who stand before the Lord and said, we've done so many wonderful works in your name. And he says, I never knew you. So keep that thought in mind. All right? Now, if you go to your modern translations and you look at Matthew 7, verse 13 and 14, it does not read the same. In Matthew 7, 13, verse 14, it says, Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be that go in thereat, because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Now, if you've got a King James Bible, you need to look this up. I'm going to read you several modern versions. New Living Translation says, But the gateway to life is very narrow, and the road is difficult, and only a few ever find it. And the English Standard Version, this is the choice passage, or a choice version for Reformers. That's the Calvinists. Here's what it says. Enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide, and the way is easy that leads to destruction, and those who enter by it are many. For the gate is narrow, and the way is hard that leads to life, and those who find it are few. Holman Christian Standard Bible says, How narrow is the gate, and difficult the road that leads to life, and few find it. International Standard Version says how narrow is the gate and how constricted is the road that leads to life. And there aren't many people who find it. Here's another one. It says how narrow is the gate and strict the way that leads to life. And few are those who find it. Here's another one. But the narrow gate and the road that lead to life are full of trouble. Only a few people find the narrow gate. You say, well, that's not that big of a deal. Actually, it is a big deal. You see, the Bible says that God's way is straight meaning there's a narrow way to get through it, but it does not say that the way to eternal life is hard. It's actually easy, guys, and it's through faith in Jesus Christ. The modern versions have fallen in step with the cults of this world that teach you you've got to keep your salvation. Guys, that's hard and it's impossible. But God's way is through His Son, and His way is easy. It always has in Matthew chapter 11. He said, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. Folks, that's it for us tonight. Stay true to the Savior. Trust in the Savior. His Savior's soul. Coming up next, Melissa Roxanne with New World Order Info. You don't want to miss it. We'll see you next week.
Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. Prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, and Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971 when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. Pandemics will be a part of our future. The question is, how do we protect ourselves? Are you willing to put your trust in an untested vaccine, hoping it kills mutating viruses? Remember, in 1976, health officials tried to inoculate Americans with swine flu, and there was a 300% death rate for those inoculated, and millions were paid out in damages. God gave you a sophisticated immune system, and in times of need, you can make it 10 times stronger. So there's no need to panic. Just get prepared. Call Apothecary Herbs to order your upgraded pandemic kit. You will have eight professional strength formulas offering broad-spectrum immune-boosting protection. Take a stand. Have a plan. Have peace and request your pandemic kit today. Call Apothecary Herbs toll-free, 866-229-3663, or online, thepowerherbs.com. That's 866-229-3663, or thepowerherbs.com. have denied internet access for their people during civil strife. The FCC seized in-use commercial shortwave frequencies right after the September 11th attacks. No one communication system can be depended on to be there when you need information. You need choices. You need a KU band free-to-air satellite system from AVR. The AVR system includes a receiver, an LNB, and a 75-centimeter dish. All you need to get on your own is the coaxial cable. The system is delivered to your door for $149. That's right, delivered for $149.99. That's the shipping and the system, $149.99. Call 541-225-4659. That's 541-225-4659. Or visit AmericanVoiceRadio.com and click Satellite System.
Okay, I think it's working now. All right, welcome to New World Order Info. And I'm Melissa Roxanne. You're listening to me on Monday, December 8th, 2014. It's my live show. And you're listening to me on TheAmericanVoice.com. You can also go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and check out all the different ways to listen to AVR. And thank you to all of you who support us in many different ways and those of you who tell others about us. And thank you to the micro-broadcasters out there for putting AVR out on your local stations as well. So I'm continuing on tonight with this fantastic health book I have here called Fresh Vegetable and Fruit Juices, What's Missing in Your Body by Dr. Norman Walker, Doctor of Science, and it was also written in cooperation with a medical doctor named R.D. Pope. And so... I'm going to start where we left off last time, which is on sauerkraut juice. We're talking about juicing at home with your own juicer or maybe at a juice bar where they're doing it the right way. And Dr. Norman Walker, he invented a special kind of juicer, and it's a, the type is called a triturator, and it, and it really gets, you know, it pulverizes all the vegetables and or fruit and, you know, makes the juice come out as well. And also the machine he invented, which is called the Norwalk Juicer and Press. It's kind of a combination machine. It has the juicer on the left and the hydraulic juice press on the right. So that is what he recommended in his book. So if you're not using that particular kind of juicer, or you don't have the hydraulic juice press either or, you know, or you're not using the triturator type of juicer, then it's going to take a lot more ounces of juice than recommended in the book normally to get the same results. So always check with your doctor and do the research as well and make sure everything is okay for you as far as everything recommended in the book or whatever you hear on my show or other shows, etc., or AVR or from anyone, and so I'm going to get started now. So sauerkraut juice. Sauerkraut is a preparation of pickled cabbage, finely cut and fermented in brine, composed of a great deal of salt. This pickling and fermentation is exceedingly injurious to the mucous membranes of the alimentary canal and affects adversely the texture of the skin, tending to coarsen it. Its stimulating effect on the digestive organs is very detrimental because of the presence of so much inorganic salt solution. So that's what Dr. Walker and Dr. R.D. Pope had to say about sauerkraut juice. So they say it is injurious, exceedingly injurious to the mucous membranes and the alimentary canal, and it coarsens the skin. And so... It's very detrimental. It's got a lot of inorganic salt in it. So the pickling and fermentation and all that salt, etc., is exceedingly injurious, injurious to the body. Okay, now we're moving on to sorrel juice. The juice of the broad-leafed French sorrel is excellent in helping the sluggish and prolapsed intestines to reestablish their normal functions. 
when such necessary steps as colonic irrigations and enemas are taken to eliminate the accumulation of waste matter collected therein. This vegetable is rich in potassium oxalate, which is valuable for the human system only in its vital organic raw state. It should never be eaten when cooked. So here is another vegetable, you know, that it it should never be eaten when cooked and the juice of course should not be drink 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 drunk. <laughs> You shouldn't drink the juice if it has been cooked, processed, canned, whatever, you know, so um, pasteurized or whatever. And so, you know, only eat the raw or the juice of the raw uh, when it comes to sorrel. And it contains a particularly large percentage of iron and magnesium, which the blood needs constantly, and vast amounts of the cleansing elements, phosphorus, sulfur, and silicon, which are used by every part of the system from head to foot. The combination of these rich elements makes this juice most valuable for nourishing all the glands in the body. And now we're going to move on to spinach juice. Spinach is the most vital food for the entire digestive tract. Both the alimentary section of the body, the stomach, duodenum, and small intestines, and for the large intestine or colon, and it has been so recognized from time immemorial. In raw spinach, nature has furnished man with the finest organic material for the cleansing, reconstruction, and regeneration of the intestinal tract. Raw spinach juice properly prepared, taken at the rate of about one pint daily, has often corrected the most aggravated case of constipation within a few days or weeks. So that's good to know for everybody out there that suffers from constipation, which is very detrimental to our bodies, and, you know, it, it's just really bad. So you may want to, to try that. Um, so unfortunately, the use of purgatives for the cleansing of the intestinal tract is practiced without an understanding of exactly what takes place. Every manufactured chemical Inorganic purgative or laxative acts as an irritant, stimulating the muscles of the intestines to expel it. With the expulsion of this irritant, other matter lodged therein may also be expelled. It is obvious and in practice it is proved to be a fact that the habit of taking laxatives necessitates stronger and stronger irritants. The result is not a cure for constipation but a chronic condition of inactivity of the local tissues, muscles, and nerves. Cathartics are merely irritants, and while they remove some of the waste matter, they cannot possibly cause other than progressive degeneration of the intestines. Furthermore, such methods of cleansing the intestinal tract are solely temporary in their effect and furnish no material for the regeneration or building up of the weakened or regenerated, actually degenerated tissues, muscles, and nerves. The use of saline purges has a different effect. A saline solution passed through the intestinal tract draws the lymph stream, large quantities of lymph. One eight ounce glass of Pluto water, for example, may eject one whole gallon of waste matter and toxic fluid from the lymph stream through the colon 
which will usually be found to be excessively acid and loaded with poison from body waste. Unless this acid, toxic, or poisoned lymph so expelled is replaced by an organic alkaline solution such as natural raw fruit juices, the final result is an inevitable water deficiency in the body. Also, if such replacement or realkalinization is not taken care of, then the natural course of events during the activities of the body, poisons remaining in the intestinal tract will, by reabsorption, find their way into the lymph stream, again aggravating the condition that the individual was trying to correct. On the other hand, raw spinach juice effectively cleanses and helps to heal not only the lower bowels, but the entire intestinal tract. The spinach works by natural means to repair the most essential damage first. It is not always apparent to the individual where in his body the work of regeneration is progressing. Results may not be noticeable sometimes for as long as six weeks or two months after daily consumption of this juice. It has been found essential at all times, however, that the bowels be cleared at least once every 24 hours. Although the normal healthy condition calls for two or three movements a day, the colon can be washed out with colonic irrigations or enemas or both if necessary every day. This has been found most effective in the long run. Another valuable feature of raw spinach juice is its effect on the teeth and gums and helping to prevent pyorrhea, which is gum disease. This disease is a mild form of scurvy. That's lack of vitamin C, deficiency of vitamin C. And results from a deficiency in the body of the elements found particularly in the combination of carrot and spinach juices. So therefore, anybody deficient in vitamin C could probably definitely benefit from the combination of carrot and spinach juices. Raw carrots and raw spinach juices organic, of course. And bleeding gums and fibroid degeneration of the pulp of the teeth has become a common defect due to the habitual use of devitalized cereals, refined sugar, and other deficiency foods. It is due to a vitamin C deficiency. And according to Dr. Thomas Levy, MD, cardiologist, vitamin C expert, author, and attorney, um, you know, Scurvy is basically rampant, and it causes all kinds of things like strokes, heart attacks, aneurysms, blood clots. The gum disease, you know, is a symptom of scurvy. If you have internal bleeding, that could be a symptom of scurvy or external bleeding as well. And a lot of things could be due to that. Um, when when uh, Alan, uh, Alan Smith of New Zealand got... Um, you know, so many different things that were wrong with him. He started bleeding from different places. Um, I think it was maybe his his nose and ears or mouth or something like that. And he ended up being hospitalized, and they induced him into a coma. You've heard me talk about him many times, and I played the audio on my show. You can go look it up on YouTube. You can just type in if you want to learn more or you haven't heard it or you want to show it to somebody or save it to your hard drive, just type in. Alan Smith, 60 Minutes, um, New Zealand, Vitamin C or something like that, and it should come up. And it was shown on 
uh, TV in New Zealand on 60 Minutes, believe it or not. They featured his story, and, of course, they've had people that are totally against vitamin C, probably sponsored by the big pharma, you know, big pharmaceutical corporations and or doctors and all that, or doctors themselves that say, you know, the vitamin C didn't really save his life, but he himself believes it did, as does Dr. Levy, as do I, many other people and doctors. And so, um, you know, he, he had pneumonia, and I think that's caused also from a lack of vitamin C. He had it really bad in both his lungs. You know, he ended up having swine flu. All of the things wrong with him were caused, and he says they were caused by a deficiency of vitamin C. That was his main problem. So, um, you know, he also ended up getting diagnosed with leukemia, with hairy cell leukemia, which is cancer. So he had all these things wrong with him, and in the end, he finally got six grams of vitamin C a day, the, probably the best kind, if not one of the best, definitely, you know, right up there at the top of the best kind. It's the best kind I've ever tried, that's for sure. And it's uh, lipospheric vitamin C by Live On Labs. He got six grams of that a day, and it ended up saving a lot, his life and healing him of every single thing wrong with him, and everything from cancer to double pneumonia in his lungs, both of his lungs, to the swine flu, and everything. So, you know, he didn't have the bleeding problem anymore. So I'm sure, you know, I'm pretty sure he will never uh, be without vitamin C again, and he will never be, hopefully, vitamin C deficient again, you know. Um, hopefully he'll stock up on it, and I'm hoping he knows about, you know, what the Bible says and the hard times to come and all that. Somehow he'll have enough vitamin C. But that could happen to any of us. And like I said, if you want to learn more about what Dr. Tom Levy talks about, uh, how many people have scurvy around the world and how, you know, people that have heart attacks, strokes, aneurysms, blood clots, all kind of things, you know, so many different things. It could be that they are suffering from scurvy, and, it, and he says they are. So, you know, you can go to his site. You can just type in Tom Levy uh, Vitamin C and watch videos on YouTube. Look for his site. And he wrote a lot of books and certain books on vitamin C, books on tooth and gum problems and gum disease and all these things. Um, they can cause heart attacks as well if you have pyorrhea, like this book here is talking about, and how to, um, you know, heal that would be to get enough vitamin C. And Dr. Walker and Dr. Pope here in their book are recommending the combination of carrot and spinach juices. And that is to help with bleeding guns, fibroid degeneration of the pulp of the teeth, um, and also to give up the devitalized cereals, the refined sugar, and other foods that are deficient in nutrients. Oh, sorry, I had to clear my throat. So other foods that are deficient in nutrients, so, you know, such as those. And when you see, like, fortified um, cereals and things like that, fortified is just a bad word. They And it's in pet food, you know, it'll say on the bag, fortified with vitamins and all these things. And that just means that they've taken out the vitamins and, and replaced them with bad, bad things, you know. 
um, that aren't that are not that are not good for us. And Dr. Levy, he even has a video on YouTube and on his site where he shows you that there are iron filings in cereal, and they're magnetic. And so he he ends up uh, showing you that and how they'll stick to a magnet. So that's the kind of things you may be eating if you're ingesting that. And so Dr. Walker and Dr. Pope definitely say, you know, those are very bad for us. The devitalized cereals, the refined sugar, and other, other deficiency foods. So we'll be right back. So stick around. Jump 
soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific.
welcome back to New World Order Info. I'm Melissa Roxanne, and it's my live show Monday night, December 8, 2014. You're listening to me on TheAmericanVoice.com. You can also go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and I'm sharing some great information again tonight with you from this book I have here by Dr. Norman Walker and Dr. R.D. Pope. Fresh Vegetable and Fruit Juices, What's Missing in Your Body. And so I was talking about spinach juice and talking about scurvy and how that is a vitamin C deficiency. I told you a little bit about um, Alan Smith of New Zealand and how he was able to live when he was at death's door and they wanted to disconnect him from a machine that was breathing for him, an ECMO machine so he was on life support and in a coma and you know the doctors didn't want to give him vitamin C when they gave him a little bit of intravenous kind he got better and so then they stopped giving it to him then you know they had to get an attorney the family did to get him some more vitamin C then they gave him a tiny little bit and he was only getting a fifth of what they gave him in the hospital because with intravenous vitamin C, your body can only use one-fifth of that type of vitamin C. So anyway, um, you know, I think it was barely enough to, to help him to stay alive and, and definitely to help him somewhat, but he definitely wasn't getting enough. And they ended up putting him in a second hospital, and, and then that second hospital wouldn't give him any vitamin C. So his wife ended up giving him a type of vitamin C that is almost 100% available to the body instead of only 20% available to the body, which is the kind he was getting, the little bit he was getting in the hospital. So he went from getting 20% of the vitamin C given to him to getting 100%. And she was only giving him 6 grams a day, which when you're in that kind of condition at death's door, is not a lot of vitamin C. I mean, a lot of people take that amount daily or more. Linus Pauling took three times that amount daily. So, you know, and that was when he was just fine and nothing was even wrong with him. So, anyway, he got six grams of vitamin C, Alan Smith of New Zealand did, when he had double pneumonia in his lungs. He had hairy cell leukemia, which is cancer. They said he had swine flu. They had induced him into a coma. They had him on a life support machine breathing for him and all these things. The doctor said there's nothing we could do for him. They wanted to murder him, basically. Um, they didn't call it that, of course. And they said he'll never get better. You know, there's nothing we could do. Like I've told you, there is nothing they can do because they're not allowed to really give people vitamin C. And if they do, it's rare. It's a rare occurrence. And they only give a little bit, and they give the intravenous kind. And while the intravenous kind is better than not getting vitamin C, I mean, and Dr. Um, Levy that I told you about before the break, Dr. Tom Levy, and I've mentioned him on my show many times, he, he had a vitamin C clinic, and so he was giving vitamin C intravenously, and that has saved many people's lives, so I'm not putting it down really. But it is true that your body can only use a fifth of what you're given when you're given vitamin C in that form intravenously. So, Dr. Levy, he did help uh, this family, and he helped Alan Smith, and I think he advised them a lot, you know, and 
he told them, probably he, he's the one that told them anyway, about the life of spirit kind of vitamin C from Live On Labs. And I highly believe in that vitamin C and in vitamin C in general. But if I had my choice of what kind to take, instead of getting the intravenous kind, I would take that kind of vitamin C. And Frank and I do use it, and we've given it to our animals many times when they were sick or injured or, you know, in serious uh, trouble. And and if we ever, you know, need to take it at times, which is rare, you know, but... Or you can just take it daily, um, you know, and we, we have done that at times or taken it when we were injured or when we were sick or to try to prevent getting sick and things like that. And it is about a dollar a packet, a dollar a gram, but a lot of times when people or animals are in very bad health or something might may have happened or an injury or something like that, then a little bit of that kind of vitamin C can save one's life, whether it's a person or people or animals. So it's good to have it on hand to stock up on it. And winter time and when it's colder is a is a better time, I believe, to get it than in the hot temperatures of the summer because heat depletes vitamin C. So you know I would rather buy it in the winter time and have it shipped in the winter time um, if possible. But a lot of local health food stores carry that exact brand of vitamin C, and it's called lipospheric vitamin C, like the sphere, a round sphere. And so it's lipospheric vitamin C, and the brand name is Live On Labs. So you might find it in your local health food store, but it's probably going to be more expensive than what you can obtain online, like on Amazon.com, you know, you could look there. It usually goes for about... $30 a box, which is 30 grams, and individual packets of 30 of the vitamin C and, and that type of vitamin C. The directions on the packet, I think, in the box will tell you that you can mix it into juice or water. But if you mix it into juice, juice contains sugar, even orange juice. And you could take it that way, but sugar depletes vitamin C. Um, so I just prefer to take it with water, but I just... You know, basically squeeze it. You could squeeze it onto a spoon or squeeze it into your mouth or whatever. And then I just swallow water. And it doesn't taste fantastic, but it's not that bad. And, and you kind of get used to the taste more. At first, it kind of looks weird and tastes weird and all that. But, hey, it's worth it. You know, it's medicine after all. And it's what we need. And most people are deficient in vitamin C. So I I just... You know, for Frank and I and our animals, that's the kind we really love the the best. But we also take the crystalline pharmaceutical grade of vitamin C, the ascorbic acid as well. And that kind, you can get it with bioflavonoids. We take Nutra Biotic brand. There's no GMOs in it. There's, it's, no, it's not derived from corn. There's no corn antigens in it or anything like that. Um, some people, they want to get higher priced vitamin C than that, but I would just stick with the Live On Labs if I was going to try to pay more money, you know, because it is more expensive than the crystalline kind of vitamin C, uh, the ascorbic acid type. So, but it's good to have on hand, you know, it'd be good to have both on hand, and that's what we do. We stock up on both, and so... You know, you can look at iHerb.com. I've not used that site, but I think they have a good reputation, and they do sell 
the Nutrobiotic brand of vitamin C, and you can also look for a coupon online. In fact, you can look for a coupon online for lots of things a lot of times, and you'll find coupons and coupon codes and things like that. So anyway, um, if you want to do that, you can look for, just type in coupon iHerb, and that's I-H-E-R-B.com, and then the brand is Nutribiotic Ascorbic Acid, which is vitamin C, and then they have the kind with bioflavonoids and, and without bioflavonoids. And I would stick to that kind. I would not get the type of Nutribiotic with minerals. But the bioflavonoid type is not going to taste nearly as good as the, the plain kind of ascorbic acid. And um, that can be just mixed into water. And we us- we get both kinds. But um, it's not necessary to take it when it's mixed into water, the ascorbic acid, which is also known as vitamin C, it's not necessary to mix baking soda in with the water. It can be done, and really, if one is taking a lot of vitamin C, like maybe 15 grams a day and more, then it would be a good idea to take at least part of it with the baking soda mixed into the water and I always just put half as much baking soda as the amount of vitamin C I use so I put it in an 8 ounce glass of water usually or you know somewhere around that and then make sure it's not in fluoridated water or chlorinated water make sure it's good distilled or reverse osmosis water you know um, filtered water and then I just, if I'm taking you know, however much vitamin C, I just mix half as much baking soda. But like I say, it's not necessary to do that. Um, baking soda is good for us, and it can be taken apart from vitamin C, too. Um, it's good for most people. Some people are concerned about the sodium and sodium bicarbonate or baking soda, but I don't believe, you know, for me anyway, that's not a concern. It may be for other people, but... Um, you can read up on it. Dr. Mark Circus has a lot of information about baking soda, and he wrote a book about it, at least one book, I know. And so he's got a lot of articles that are free also, and you can find that. Just look for Dr. Mark Circus with an S, S-I-R-C-U-S, baking soda, and he has a lot of good information about it. But anyway, um, so we were talking about vitamin C deficiency, so that's why I brought that up. And Live On Labs, you can um, just type in L-I-V as in Victor, O-N as in Nancy, L-A-B as in boy, S as in Sam, and then type in vitamin C, and then you'll see the lipospheric type and their website, liveonlabs.com. You can go read about it there, read their frequently asked questions and things like that, or anything on their site. They have other products as well. I've not tried them. I've only tried the lipospheric vitamin C. And then if you want to get the best deal, you know, you can look on the Internet wherever. But I know Amazon usually has it, although with Ebola and tuberculosis, you know, all the things in the news, it's, from what I've heard, it's been selling out on Amazon. So I don't know. Maybe since it's kind of died down about all that, maybe they've got it back in stock. So you can probably get it there for like $30. Um, and sometimes maybe free shipping is available. And on Live On Labs, in a website, I believe it's $40 for the same amount of 30 grams of vitamin C. And we keep it in our refrigerator. You don't want it to get hot. You know, you don't want it sitting, if your house is not air conditioned or something like that, you don't want the 
the lipospheric vitamin C to get hot because that will deplete the vitamin C that you've paid for. So, um, but a lot of people, you know, at death store or animals have been taking or giving that vitamin C and it has saved their life. So, you know, if one could afford to take it daily, then that would be a good thing to do. And it's just good to have on hand for emergencies alone for you, you know, for us anyway, or our animals. So that's that's one of the kinds we use. And then the Nutribiotic brand, like I told you. Also, we use that kind, and we stock up on both. Okay, so in the book here, Fresh Vegetable and Fruit Juices, What's Missing in Your Body by Dr. Norman Walker and Dr. R.D. Pope, we were talking about spinach juice and how... Um, raw spinach juice has a valuable feature on teeth and gums. Its effect on those and helping to prevent gum disease, pyorrhea. And that's a mild form of scurvy. So a lot of people that have bleeding gums really have scurvy and don't even realize it. The same thing with people that have heart problems, heart attacks, strokes, aneurysms, and blood clots. Uh, you know, it could be pneumonia, it could be bleeding issues, inside or internal or ex external bleeding. They could be caused by scurvy as well. So that's something, you know, you need to be cognizant of and do the research on. But most, a lot of sites and, and information out there is wrong about scurvy and, you know, um, so I would read Dr. Levy's books if I was concerned about it or I had any of those symptoms. Dr. Tom Levy and watch videos about vitamin C and things like that. Read uh, information from Dr. Linus Pauling as well. And, you know, he was uh, an expert on vitamin C and he wrote books. He's, I've got two of his books on vitamin C. And uh, so anyway, here it says in the book that the gum disease, which usually your gums are inflamed and vitamin C gets rid of inflammation and, you know, if enough of it is taken often enough, then it can get rid of scurvy and um, it's just, it's good for bulletproofing the immune system as well, but most people don't take enough and they don't take it often enough and so... Um, it needs to be taken, you know, several times a day, um, probably every two hours or four hours at most apart would be good. And if one is really sick, then I would definitely take it more often. The same goes for animals. And so, anyway, um, vitamincfoundation.org is a good site to learn a lot of things about vitamin C. Liveonlabs.com is another good one. Uh, Dr. Levy's website, it used to be TomLevyMD.com. -E if you go there, it will direct you, to, direct you to his new site. And I do have that here. I could look it up real quick. Um, yeah, it's PeakEnergy.com. It's his new website. So you can go to PeakEnergy.com and, you know, watch some of his videos and look at the books he has you know, and the information that that they're about and, and read some of his articles and things like that. You can go to YouTube and watch videos. Just type in Dr. Tom Levy, vitamin C, things like that. The same with Linus Pauling. The same with Alan Smith of New Zealand who was healed 
from all those things I told you about, and he was at death's door, and vitamin C saved his life. So um, those are some of the good sites. And also Dr. Andrew Saul has a lot of good information about vitamin C on his site and other, you know, great information on his site. And that's Dr. Andrew Saul, and that's S-A-U-L, DrYourself.com. So I love all those sites I just gave you, and I use those frequently, and I have for years. So I highly recommend those. And you'll find a lot of information about vitamin C. You can search the sites for vitamin C or just type into a search engine, DrYourself.com, vitamin C, things like that. And you'll find really good information. And look on the left-hand side of that website, and there are books out there on vitamin C by experts that are available. And the same thing with the Vitamin C Foundation. There are books online about vitamin C written by experts that use them on their patients, their themselves, their family members, etc. Um, Dr. Frederick Klenner, Dr. Erwin Stone, and others, Dr. Robert Cathcart. Um, these are medical doctors that were experts on vitamin C and big proponents of vitamin C and, you know, have written books and done all kinds of, you know, experimenting with vitamin C and using vitamin C and, you know, have have healed many people of many, many things and saved their lives. So, and, and vets have used vitamin C to heal animals um, when they were at death's door from parvo and from distemper, which is like the same thing as parvo but more deadly and it's in cats and kittens. So most people have heard of parvo for puppies that kills puppies many, many times and, and dogs can die of that too. But they're not as familiar with distemper, but vitamin C can, can save those animals' lives if the person giving it to them knows what they're doing and gives it to them often enough and enough of it. And they have to be rehydrated as well because it causes holes in their intestine. And they usually die of dehydration before anything else kills them. But it's very deadly. So it's good to have vitamin C on hand, not just for people, but also for animals, your family. You know, your animal loved ones, which they're, they're a family to us. And that's the way most people that have animals as pets feel. And, and then again, for livestock, you know, it's great to have it for your livestock as well. Instead of using antibiotics, vitamin C is a fantastic, I think it's the very best antibiotic there is. It doesn't have side effects like antibiotics can cause, um, which can cause yeast, a, an, out, uh, an imbalance, basically an abundance of yeast in the body. And it's made from from fungus, basically. You know, the antibiotics, it's, it's bad. And cancer, many people believe cancer is a fungus. And in turn, uh, I do believe from things I've read, and many experts believe that cancer can even be caused by taking too many antibiotics, too many doses, too many rounds of antibiotics. And that's the answer when you go to most allopathic doctors, they're going to give antibiotics. They didn't even test you to find out if you have a viral infection or a bacterial infection. And antibiotics are only good if it's a bad bacterial infection versus a viral infection. Vitamin C is great for both viruses and bad bacterial infections. So Ebola is a virus, for instance. And vitamin C, you know, I believe is probably the very best thing for that. And it would take a lot of it because that's such a serious you know, uh, virus, so, and it kills 
So that's something I would definitely stock up on, and you can read more about it. I plan to cover more about the Ebola and vitamin C in the future. But, um, you know, this book here is talking about how you can get vitamin C from juices, and some of the best ones would be the raw spinach juice uh, along with the raw carrot juice, a blend of those, uh, the organic types of carrot and spinach juice. And always the raw spinach leaves, the juice from those, never cooked spinach. Because it does contain oxalic acid, and oxalic acid is bad. It becomes inorganic when it's cooked. The oxalic acid in the spinach does. So you would always need to be mindful of that according to the, you know, Dr. Pope and Dr. Walker who wrote this book. And Dr. Walker said he, he never ate raw spinach. The next guest we'll be right back. Pioneer who has come to be known as the Queen of Rockabilly. Her forthcoming album is entitled The Party Ain't Over. Please welcome, with special guest Jack White, Wanda Jackson, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>
Wanda Jackson. Wow. No, oh, that was fantastic. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. Prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971 when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. Denied internet access for their people during civil strife. The FCC sees in use commercial shortwave frequencies right after the September 11th attacks. No one communication system can be depended on to be there when you need information. You need choices. You need a KU band free to air satellite system from AVR. The AVR system includes a receiver, an LNB, and a 75 centimeter dish. All you need to get on your own is the coaxial cable. The system is delivered to your door for $149. $99. That's right, delivered for $149.99. That's the shipping and the system, $149.99. Call 541-225-4659. That's 541-225-4659. Or visit AmericanVoiceRadio.com and click Satellite System.
New World Order Info. It's the second hour of my live show tonight. I'm Melissa Roxanne, and it is Monday, December 8th, 2014, and you're still listening to me on AVR, the AmericanVoice.com, and AmericanVoiceRadio.com is where you can find us, as well as many other places, so... You know, you can go there and find out all those places, but we're on, some of our shows are on shortwave, and we're on uh, satellite radio, KU band, satellite radio, and can be heard worldwide, uh, many different places, and so Receiva has us as well, and there's many smartphone apps, and uh, so you can find out all those places on our website. Okay, so I'm telling you about vitamin C, and this is from the book Fresh Vegetable and Fruit Juices, What's Missing in Your Body. And then I was talking about vitamin C on my own as well. But, uh, so the book here by Dr. Norman Walker and Dr. R.D. Pope, they were talking about how um, a sign that one may have a mild form of scurvy is when a person has... Uh, problems with their teeth and gums. It could be in animals as well. And so something good for that is a combination of fresh carrot and spinach juice, juiced at home. And, you know, it would be the best to do it with the triturator type of juicer and then to put it through the, you can put the pulp through the uh, hydraulic juice press to get more juice out and more vitamins and enzymes and minerals and salts and all that and more juice and so if one is not using both of those that particular type of juicer and a hydraulic juice press then it would take a lot more of the juice to get the same results but um that that's one thing you know that's really good is the carrot and spinach juice to get a lot of that vitamin C because it is a deficiency of vitamin C that causes scurvy and also the book here says that bleeding gums and fibroid degeneration of the pulp of the teeth has become a common defect due to the habitual use of devitalized cereals refined sugar and other deficiency foods it's due to a vitamin C deficiency. That's what scurvy is caused from. And then we learned also that spinach works to um, help with constipation. Um, so that's another thing. And to never eat the spinach leaves or spinach uh, or the juice of the spinach, not to drink that, etc. Um, it's, it's very bad for us. And if it's been processed, if it's been... Um, you know, pasteurized, if it's been canned and all these things, then the oxalic acid in the spinach is turned into inorganic um, instead of organic, and it's really bad for us and causes lots and lots of health problems. So, so okay, I don't know what happened. Okay. I 
Okay, I'm having a problem here. I don't know what happened. Okay, um, I'm trying. I'm not sure if you can hear me. Hello? Okay, I'm back. I don't know what happened. I tried everything, and somehow I came back, so I don't know what happened. But anyway, so I was telling you about the oxalic acid, you know, being in spinach and how it turns inorganic if it's cooked, if it's processed, if it's pasteurized, if it's canned, and all those things. So that's something very bad for us and causes all kind of health problems and so um, spinach is good for lots of different things and along with the carrot juice the organic spinach and, and organic carrot juice that's good for helping to heal the bleeding gums and the fibroid degeneration of the pulp of the teeth and also one would need to cut out the devitalized sugars the refined sugar and other deficiency foods and things that say fortified, things like that. Um, flour is bad. I've told you that on previous shows, you know. And anything that's devitalized and heated, things like that, um, you know, they're devitalized to their vitamins and minerals and, and different things. So those are not good for us. And so a permanent aid for scurvy has been found in the use of natural raw foods and more particularly by drinking an ample quantity of carrot and spinach juice and other derangements of the body such as duodenal and other ulcers, pernicious anemia, convulsions, degeneration of various nerves, deficiency in adrenal secretions, and those of the thyroid, neuritis, arthritis, abscesses and boils, pains in the region of the gonads, swelling of limbs, tendency to hemorrhage, so bleeding issues like I told you about, internally, uh, internal bleeding and, or external bleeding, um, loss of vigor, rheumatic and other pains, impaired functions of the heart, low and high blood pressure, eye troubles and headaches, including those of a migraine character, are due primarily to the cumulative volume of waste matter in the lower intestine, also to the deficiency of the elements contained in raw carrot and spinach. So it's a deficiency of those elements that we can get in the raw carrot and spinach juice mainly. That's the best uh, way to get the, the things we're deficient in would be from the juice from the raw organic carrots and the raw organic spinach leaves. And the quickest and most efficient and effective way in which the body can obtain and assimilate these elements is by drinking daily at least one pint of the fresh raw vegetable juices. So a blend of carrot and the spinach juice. And remember, if one is not using the particular kind of juice or the triturator um, that Dr. Walker invented and recommends in the book and Dr. R.D. Pope, the medical doctor, they recommend or 
you know, in addition to that, if one is not using a hydraulic juice press, it's going to take a lot more than the amount stated in the book, which is at least one pint of the raw, you know, fresh vegetable uh, juices, which is the organic carrot and organic spinach juice. So spinach, lettuce, and watercress together with carrots and green peppers are among the vegetables containing the best supply of vitamin C and E. The lack of a sufficient quantity of vitamin E in the system is a contributing factor responsible for miscarriages, impotence, and sterility in both sexes. So anybody having problems with that, um, it could be from lack of vitamin E deficiency. And so that is miscarriages can be caused by a lack of sufficient vitamin E and uh, impotence and sterility in both females and males in both sexes. And many forms of paralysis are due to a lack of vitamin E, which is responsible for general lack of well-being and impaired metabolism. And the Shute brothers, I think it's S-H-U-T-E brothers, uh, if you want to look up vitamin E and type in Shute brothers in quotes, again, that's S-H-U-T-E brothers, vitamins, uh, vitamin E, you'll find a lot out about vitamin E and you know, everything about it that you could want to know. That's probably the best source of information on vitamin E, I think. And so spinach, lettuce, and watercress together with carrots and green peppers are among the vegetables containing the best supply of vitamin C and E. And by the way, SIDS, Sudden Infant Death Syndrome, they've changed the name of it. I forget what they're calling it now, but, you know, it's it's the same thing just with a new name. Uh, when babies die at a very young age or in their crib or whatever, uh, I believe that's caused from a deficiency of vitamin C. So that's what I have come to believe after reading about it and researching. And so the doctors, they always just say they don't really know the cause, but I think it is from a deficiency of vitamin C. And a lot of the formulas out there, they have some very bad things in those ingredients. So, you know, always the mother's milk, the breast milk would be the best thing to give the baby. And the mother, even while pregnant, you know, needs a lot of vitamin C. And the baby, you know, and the children, they need a lot of vitamin C. So vitamin C would be very good for babies and children, according to everything I've researched and, you know, all the experts, what they say. And when spinach is the subject matter of discussion, one generally associates it with its effectiveness as a laxative. The underlying cause for this effectiveness is the high oxalic acid content in this vegetable. This is such an important element involved in the activities of our intestines that it is worthy of very special attention, and we've given a whole chapter to the subject of oxalic acid. Spinach should never be eaten when cooked, unless we are particularly anxious to accumulate oxalic acid crystals in our kidneys. So kidney stones with a consequent pain and kidney trouble. When spinach is cooked or canned, the oxalic acid atoms become inorganic, and as a result of excessive heat, they may form oxalic crystals in the kidneys. So that's something very bad we all want to avoid. So remember not to eat the cooked or canned or processed in any way spinach and just stick to the raw spinach and juicing the raw spinach, you know, and the leaves, etc. 
and I would try, you know, the best I could to get the organic type of spinach. Same thing as the carrots. If you're going to drink the carrot juice and the spinach juice, which is good uh, to get different things, especially when you have bleeding gums. You could have mild scurvy. And I would be reading up on that and going to those websites I told you about, like vitamincfoundation.org and um, peakenergy.com, Dr. Tom Levy's site. He's a vitamin C expert. He wrote a lot of great books about it. Um, Dr. Andrew Saul at doctoryourself.com, and that's just the word doctor, D-O-C-T-O-R-Y-O-U-R-S-E-L-F.com. Those are some great sites to learn more about vitamin C if you look for the vitamin C information contained in those sites. And there's some books written by experts on vitamin C, too, you can find on some of those sites. So look for those. And they're basically legends regarding vitamin C, these people that wrote these books that you can read for free online. So it's a wonderful thing to download to your hard drives as well as to print out, to have it on hand, to know all about vitamin C, how to use it, what particular kinds, how much to take, how often to take, all these things. And I'm sure I'll be covering more of those and more of that information on my show, like I've done in the past, on vitamin C. Okay, so now I've told you about oxalic acid last week, so I'll just briefly go over a little bit of it again. Um, but a lot more will be in my show from last week if you want to go get that before my show tonight ends to be sure, you know, you can have it and, you know, you won't get the newest show, but you'll get last week's show. And remember to change the name when you go to download the show. If you do intend to keep it, you need to change the name of the show, put the date or whatever. So last week would be the first of December 2014 if you want to date it because otherwise you will just get the newest show that's uploaded to AVR if you don't name it, rename it yourself. So whatever the newest show is, you'll lose the old show and the new show will replace it on your hard drive just so you know whenever it does get uploaded. And that goes for everybody's show on AVR in our audio archives. So the oxalic acid, I told you about the you know, per, the peristaltic motion last week and how it uh, it just forces with these successive wave-like motions in our body. It's a series of contracting and relaxing of the nerves and muscles successively. It takes place involuntarily and it's entirely automatic and it's very dependent on the tone and healthy, vigorous condition of the nerves and muscles of these channels. And so... You know, the organic oxalic acid is one of the important elements needed to maintain the tone of and to stimulate this this action that happens automatically in our bodies, this wave-like motion, basically contracting and relaxing of the nerves and muscles um, back and forth like that. And so, you know, it's very dependent on organic oxalic acid, which one would find in different vegetables, and it would be the raw types, the organic types, uh, would be the best kind. And the juices from those would be the best. Not, It's not good to eat those vegetables that contain the oxalic acid or large portions of oxalic acid if they've been cooked or processed, heated, uh, pasteurized, things like that, canned, all these things. So that's why 
you know, they tell you here in the book, the doctors tell you, Dr. Walker and Dr. Pope, not to ingest the cooked spinach. They say the same thing about tomatoes and tomato juice. It should be raw tomatoes and raw tomato juice, and definitely not genetically modified or anything like that, but organic. And they didn't even know about or have, as well as I'm aware, you know, genetically modified things in food back then when the book was written, so they're not going to talk about that. But, you know, Dr. Walker and Dr. Pope do say to, you know, as, as often as you can to get the organic fruits and veggies and, and juices and things like that. And if they were aware of what's going on today, I'm sure they would they would talk, you know, even more about how important it is. You know, they, although the book does say do the best you can and thank the good Lord for everything that you have, you know, your, all your food, all your juice and everything, your food and beverages and everything else that our Heavenly Father gives us. But, but you know, it's very important as, as often as you can, if you can, to get the organic types of these things, especially for juicing. You're doing it for your health. You know, you're trying to get the great health benefits and all that. So you don't want those genetically modified organisms. You don't want the chemical fertilizers. You don't want um, a lot of different things, the pesticides, the chemical pesticides and things like that. You know, those are not good for us or our children, our animals, etc. So we want to eliminate those as much as we can. And the genetically modified stuff where they're mixing in animal and, and insect DNA and things like that and, and fish DNA in our tomatoes and just everything under the sun that we're not even being told about and we really don't have any idea what's in our food. And they tried to, to label genetically modified food here in Oregon, but unfortunately it didn't pass very recently and I'm hoping that it will, you know, the next time. Um, and uh, they did, however, uh, ban it being grown. Um, so when people grow things here, they cannot be GMO. You know, they have to be free of GMOs, the seeds and such like that. You know, it has to be GMO free. So that's one good thing that happened in our county in Jackson County and our neighboring county of Josephine County here in southern Oregon. So that's something good. However, the labeling of GMOs, it failed because they put so much money, the campaign, you know, that was the the farmers and the, the um, I'm trying to think, Monsanto, you know, they funded so much, they put so much money into the campaign and scared everybody and all that. Plus, I think voting was a sham anyway. So we'll be right back. i 
shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. Pandemics will be a part of our future. The question is, how do we protect ourselves? Are you willing to put your trust in an untested vaccine, hoping it kills mutating viruses? Remember, in 1976, health officials tried to inoculate Americans with swine flu, and there was a 300% death rate for those inoculated, and millions were paid out in damages. God gave you a sophisticated immune system, and in times of need, you can make it 10 times stronger. So there's no need to panic. Just get prepared. Call Apothecary Herbs to order your upgraded pandemic kit. You will have eight professional strength formulas offering broad-spectrum immune-boosting protection. Take a stand. Have a plan. Have peace and request your pandemic kit today. Call Apothecary Herbs toll-free, 866-229-3663, or online, thepowerherbs.com. That's 866-229-3663, or thepowerherbs.com.
Okay, welcome back to New World Order Info. And it's the last part of my live show tonight. I'm Melissa Roxanne. It's Monday, December 8th, 2014. And you're listening to me on TheAmericanVoice.com. You can also go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com. So I was telling you about fresh vegetable and fruit juices, what's missing in your body. We're talking about the oxalic acid and how it's in definitely cooked spinach. That's something really bad. It causes kidney stones. It turns the, it turns the oxalic acid inorganic to organic, from organic to inorganic when the spinach has been processed or if one wants to drink the juice from the spinach or to eat the canned spinach, you know, things like that. Pasteurized spinach, canned cooked spinach. It's all bad. So the way to, to ingest the spinach would be to only take it in the raw form, not the cooked form. And one would probably be a lot healthier if they did eat mostly, you know, the 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 raw vegetables and some raw fruit and the juices of those um, and cut out the bad things in the the foods, the processed foods and the devitalized foods and the heated and pasteurized foods and um, things that, you know, the vitamins have been depleted out of from processing and cooking and pasteurization and all these different things. And then all the other bad things they put in the foods, you know, the genetically modified organisms, those are very bad for us. And the fluoride and the the high fructose corn syrup and the chlorine, which is in the water. And the water in turn is in many of the foods and the soups and the beverages and the same thing with the fluoride. And the canned foods and the uh, frozen foods, a lot of those contain fluoride and chlorine and all that. So those are really bad. And high fructose corn syrup, you've heard me talk many times about how the, the mercury is in many of those. And if you just uh, look in a search engine for mercury high fructose corn syrup, put those terms in a search engine, you'll see tests that were done on many different things. And about a third of the foods and beverages tested showed that they had mercury in them and they tested things that had high fructose corn syrup. So the higher up on the label that the the ingredient list shows high fructose corn syrup, if it's like the first ingredient, you know, if it has mercury, it's going to contain a lot of high fructose corn syrup if it's listed as the first or second, et cetera, on the label. So the higher up on the label means it contains more of that. And some things, you know, they may have that as the first ingredient on the label. And other things, it may be the third or fourth or the second or whatever. But anyway, it could contain mercury. So keep that in mind and you can look that up on a search engine and see what those products were. And some of those were things like Coca-Cola was found to contain mercury. And how many people out there are drinking Coca-Cola? Um, the same thing with craft I'm I can't remember the exact one but it was some type of gar barbecue sauce by craft uh Hershey's chocolate uh you know the liquid kind of chocolate that you could make uh put in milk or make hot chocolate or whatever out of put it on ice cream that's another thing uh, a lot of ice creams contain high fructose corn syrup too and salad dressings and even buns, you know, for hamburgers and hot dogs, things like that, and breads, things like that. 
Um, they're basically putting in it in everything because I believe it is a poison, whether it has mercury or not. It's very bad for our health. So I think the New World Order, you know, wants it out there, and the pharmaceutical corporations want it out there, and the doctors, you know, the whoever, they all want it out there in the products so that they can keep us sick and keep poisoning us with these things and keep us coming to them, you know, coming to the the doctors and the allopathic doctors and all that. And then the pharma pharmaceutical companies can also, the corporations can rake in the money, get, a, get everybody on all these drugs. So these are things to stay away from. You know, the same thing with the hydrogenated vegetable oils, the genetically modified vegetable oils, you know, the Crisco and the can, the white kind of Crisco, um, and all these different things. Uh, uh, you know, the soybean oil that's genetically modified, probably 90 plus percent of it. The same thing with soy soybeans, uh, usually. Um, and corn oil, uh, canola oil, these are bad, you know, that have been genetically modified. Um, so these are things to stay away from, some of the things. And then sugar, of course, you know, honey is something to be used instead if one would want to sweeten anything. Uh, honey, the raw honey and organic honey would be the best. And local raw organic honey would be really good. Um, but definitely the raw honey instead of honey that's been heated and devitalized and the enzymes have been inactivated and things like that and a lot of the honey out there they substitute things other than honey and they put those in there and you think you're paying for honey and buying honey and getting honey but really you're not a lot of times they may be putting uh, corn syrup or high fructose corn syrup for all we know or other types of things in there so you can look that up too. Type in fake honey, uh, fake olive oil. They do the same thing with olive oil and with other things. They cut it um, and they put fake oils or, you know, not olive oil, not what you think you're getting and paying for and, and you know, using for health purposes because olive oil is another thing that, you know, is a lot better in most cases depending on, you know, if you use it. You shouldn't really use it with high heat or anything, but... Coconut oil would be a good one, and it can withstand a lot of heat. Um, you know, and you, you can use coconut oil instead of these other bad oils and things like that. And coconut oil is good for many other things, too. And I've done, you know, I've mentioned that many times on my show. Um, and it would be the uh, cold-pressed, raw, organic Extra virgin or virgin coconut oil, um, those are the best for the health purposes, and extra virgin would be the very best, but it has to be raw, cold-pressed coconut oil, organic, of course, and then virgin would be the next best. And then there's something called expeller-pressed, which a lot of people use in cooking, and they may use it mixed with butter or in place of butter or in place of other oils. So um, that's another good use for it and it can be used on the skin uh, on the scalp in the hair um, it's good to moisturize and, and it's good to help hair growth and things like that um, it's good for hypothyroidism if one has a sluggish thyroid um, that's something that a lot of people use as coconut oil they take it medicinally and it just kind of melts in your mouth or they can maybe mix it into something like a smoothie or something like that um, and it can be cooked with you know 
you can make brownies, and I do this, you know, when I'm cooking, instead of whatever type of oil it is. And brownies can be healthy, by the way, because especially if you use dark um, chocolate or uh, cocoa, things like that, those are good for us. Um, and so, um, you know, using coconut oil in place of the other oils is a, is a good thing. So that's one thing that can be substituted. Okay, so getting back to the oxalic acid, remember that when it's something, you know, the vegetables contain the oxalic acid um, and it's in processed foods and in cooked foods, it's, it's dead and or inorganic and destructive. So it readily combines with calcium. The oxalic acid is good when it's in the food and it's the raw food, you know, like the raw vegetables, et cetera, the raw spinach. Um, it's good for us and our body needs it and that helps the peristaltic action I told you about, which is the contracting and um, relaxation of the muscles and wave-like successions that moves the food through our intestines, for example, things like that. And it helps us with that action, helps us to, you know, not be, have constipation and not to have an impacted colon and things like that, uh, not to get colon cancer. So the juice um, from different things with oxalic acid, and as long as it's inorganic, I'm sorry, organic oxalic acid from the raw vegetable and things like that, you know. It would be good for us, but once that vegetable has been cooked and it does contain the oxalic acid, especially a lot of the oxalic acid, then acid, it readily combines with calcium and it turns it to inorganic type of oxalic acid. And then that's a very bad, you know, destructive thing for us. Um, when they're both organic, it's organic calcium, like in the fresh fruits and veggies and things like that that's good for us and the same thing with oxalic acid when it's the the raw vegetable etc but when it becomes cooked or pasteurized or heated canned processed and all that then it turns it into inorganic and it can cause kidney stones and all kinds of other problems and the organic acid becomes inorganic by this processing and cooking and all that and it forms this interlocking compound with the calcium, which combines with the calcium eaten with, you know, the same meal. So if you're eating something that has oxalic acid in it, and then you're eating something or drinking something that has calcium in it, the wrong kind of calcium, the inorganic kind, um, you know, that's bad. And it com combines with the calcium in the foods and it destroys the, n the nutritional value, the nourishing value of both, you know, whatever it is you're eating or drinking. And so this results in such a serious deficiency of calcium that it's been known to cause decomposition of the bones. So this is the reason why Dr. Walker and Dr. Pope say they never eat cooked or canned spinach. And as to the oxalic acid, when converted into an inorganic acid by the cooking or processing of the food, uh, it often results in causing inorganic oxalic acid crystals to form in the kidneys. So it's kidney stones is what that results in a lot of the time. And so it's worthy to note that the minerals in our foods, iron, for example, frequently cannot be assimilated and used completely if they have become inorganic through cooking 
and often prevent the utilizing of other elements through chemical and other action. Thus, the iron and fresh raw spinach juice may be utilized 100%, but only one-fifth of that or less would be usable in cooked spinach. It's well to bear in mind, therefore, that as the organic oxalic acid is so vital to our well-being, the fresh raw juice of the vegetable containing it should be used daily to supplement the eating of these raw vegetables included in our daily salads. So the raw salads, the raw vegetables that contain oxalic acid are great for us, but the juice is even better from those raw uh, vegetables and things containing the oxalic acid. So juice at home in the juicer, the triturator preferably, and then the hydraulic juice press to get all the juice out as much as possible anyway, and to get all those good enzymes and vitamins and minerals and salts and all that good stuff. And uh, that, that's going to be very good for us and beneficial. And so the most abundant supply of organic oxalic acid is found in fresh raw spinach, both the common variety and the New Zealand spinach, Swiss chard, beet greens, the greens of the beet, and turnip and mustard greens, kale and collards, and the broadleaf French sorrel. But those should all be, you know, the juice should be used from the raw leaves and such, you know, the greens and all that of these things versus the cooked. You don't want to eat the cooked types of these things. Everything from the spinach to the Swiss chard, beet greens, you don't want to cook those. You don't want to cook turnip greens, which a lot of people do, especially southern people. Uh, mustard greens as well, and kale and collards, collard greens, things like that. Those are bad because they contain oxalic acid, so when they're cooked, they're bad for us. But when they're in their raw version, like, you know, probably God intended us to have, they're very good for us, and the juice from those as well, and the broad-leafed French sorrel, too. And then the tomato juice, this is probably one of the most widely used juices out of cans, and fresh raw tomato juice is most beneficial, the fresh raw kind, and I would say also organic, since they are modifying genetically so many of the tomatoes these days. I think maybe the smaller, like cherry tomatoes, maybe they haven't done so, but I could be wrong. But the last I thought I, you know, had researched that they haven't yet, but who knows? Maybe they are and they're not telling us, but definitely the bigger tomatoes, I think they have, you know, most of the kinds in the grocery stores, they're probably, unless you're getting them the organic section or buying them somewhere where they're grown organically, a lot of times or most of the time probably they're going to be genetically modified and full of those you know, chemical fertilizers and pesticides and things like that. So uh, the canned V8 juice, for example, that's really bad for our health, and cooked tomato juice is as well. And there's even, uh, I think, beef juice in the V8 juice that came out. You know, they admitted it's not vegan, it's not vegetarian. They even use things like beef, beef broth in it. So who knows what they're putting in there. And it's just... People think they're drinking something good for their health, but it's not even good for us. It's very bad for us, the, the canned and cooked and pasteurized and processed tomato juice, for instance, and cooked tomatoes in general. So the fresh raw tomato juice is most beneficial and has an alkaline reaction if digested when no starches or sugars are present in concentrated form. But if the sugars and starches are present in concentrated form, and they're eaten and drunk during the same meal, 
as the fresh raw tomato juice is used, then the reaction is going to turn from alkaline to definitely acidic. And tomatoes have a fairly high citric and malic acid content and some oxalic acid. So remember, it's bad to, to cook things that have oxalic acid or to drink the juice from the cooked things that contain the oxalic acid. You need to drink and eat those raw instead when it does contain oxalic acid. And then it's good for us. But if we eat the things that have been cooked or the juice from the processed and canned things that contain the oxalic acid and with calcium and all that, then that can cause kidney stones and all kinds of health problems. So uh, these acids are all needed, the malic and, and citric and oxalic acid. They're needed and beneficial in the processes of metabolism, provided that they are vital organic. When tomatoes are cooked or canned, these acids become inorganic, and as such, they're detrimental to the system. Although their injurious effect is insidious and may not manifest immediately, some instances of kidney and bladder stones are the result of taking cooked or canned tomato or its juice, particularly with starches and sugars. Fresh raw tomato juice is rich in sodium, calcium, potassium, and magnesium. There are innumerable varieties of tomatoes, all of which, if used fresh and raw, make excellent and beneficial juices. So look for the heirloom tomatoes, the organic tomatoes. Grow them yourself. Juice them. Then they'll be very good for us. Don't, you know, mix any kind of starches or sugar or pasta, things like that, uh, with them because then it's going to not be good for us. Um, it's going to turn them to acidic when they were alkaline when you don't combine them with those things, and that goes for pasta, bread, cereals, biscuits, rolls, cakes, cookies, whatever. You know, when you uh, drink or eat the raw tomatoes or the juice from that, you know, and especially if it's organic and, and heirloom and not genetically modified, all that, it'll be good for us, and it'll be alkaline in our bodies. But when you mix it with the sugar, with the concentrated starches, with the flour, flour products, devitalized, things like that, and anything that's starchy that turns into sugar, um, you know, even corn or vegetables that are very starchy that's going to turn into sugar, be full of sugar, then that's going to be an acidic reaction in our body. And it's really bad when you cook the tomatoes or drink cooked tomato juice or processed or pasteurized tomato juice, including the V8 kind. Um, and when you eat or mix pasta with it, or say you put, say you cook um, tomato sauce for pasta sauce, or your wife does, or whatever your mom does, um, or you do, um, or your husband, whatever, and then they put sugar in it because maybe they want to make it taste better, that's very bad. It's very bad just to eat the, the heated and processed, you know, tomatoes, but then add sugar to it makes it even worse. And then to mix it with pasta makes it even worse. So, you know, you may not listen, but just be aware of these things. I'm hoping you will. And it's hard it's hard habits to change because they're, you know, people eat this kind of thing. Um, a lot of times some people eat it on a daily basis, especially if they're Italian, you know. But it can be very bad for our health. So just keep that in mind and try to get the fresh, raw vegetable juices and some fruit juice, you know, and, and eat the raw veggies and the raw fruits and things like that, especially the juices, um, and get this book called Fresh Vegetable and Raw 
I'm sorry, fresh vegetable and fruit juice is what's missing in your body by Dr. Norman Walker. And that's N.W. Walker D. period S.C. period. That's what's on the cover. Doctor of Science is what that's short for. And it was written in cooperation with R.D. Pope, a medical doctor. And then you'll find out all the, you know, nitty-gritty information you, that you need to know about health and all these things that I tell you about and I'll share with you on my show. So I highly recommend this book, and I hope you will go out and get it. It's a fantastic book. And in the back it has the maladies, the different illnesses and how they're caused and how to get rid of those and different things that the vegetables and fruit and the juices from those contain and, you know, just a wealth of information. And then it's got formulas for the juices and how to, you know, juice them and how much of them to drink and how to mix them together and just everything you need to know. I think it's the best book out there on juicing. You know, I, I'm not saying not to, if you're interested in it, not to get other books on juicing, but to me, this is like the best book on juicing. Um, and I would consult it and believe it uh, over probably all the other books on juicing. So anyway, I do have other books on juicing, but this is my very, very favorite. And it's a classic and it's basically a legendary book and from a legendary, you know, man, uh, Dr. Norman Walker. So... He has a fantastic reputation in in the health field and nutrition field and juicing and all that and raw fruits and veggies, you know, all these type of things. And so he didn't eat meat um, and he juiced and he ate all these raw, raw things that are so very good for us, full of the enzymes, the vitamins and the minerals and the salts and all the things that keep us alive and healthy. Okay, so coming up next is Frank for two hours live, the owner of AVR. So stick around. Have a wonderful night. God bless you all.
The political, religious, and medical views presented on various shows heard on American Voice Radio Network are not necessarily the views held by the management of American Voice Radio and are not presented as an endorsement by this network. All statements heard on American Voice Radio are the sole responsibility and opinion of those who speak the particular statement. You just defended yourself with a gun. The police are called and you're potentially involved in a homicide, but it was self-defense. At this point, you are not in your right mind. No one ever is when they are in fear for their life and defend themselves. Anything you say can and will be used in a court of law, both civilly and criminally. Fortunately, you have selfdefensefund.com. We are the National Association for Legal Gun Defense, and we protect our members nationally in all 50 states, up to $1 million per incident per member. Let us do the talking for you and visit selfdefensefund.com. Any weapon, any state, any time. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971 when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family.
right. Good afternoon. Good evening, everyone. This is the Frank Report. I'm your host, Francis Stephan. You are listening right here on American Voice Radio Network. It is Monday, December 5th, 2016, and it is about eight minutes after 8 p.m. Pacific time. If that's when it is where you're at, we're live. 800-932-1980. 800-932-1980. That will get you on the air, but if you don't want to get on the air and participate that way or share your thoughts that way, you can go to theamericanvoice.com or americanvoiceradio.com. Everything you need to know about the network is found there, and we have a chat room. You can participate in the show from there if you'd like, but you don't have to participate. You can just go and socialize if you'd like. It's there for you, so you can, uh, you know, go and uh, socialize or participate or not. Anyhow... Uh, I think that's about all the um, information right now, other than, um, hey, uh, Wednesday at 3 p.m., remember, the show is 3 p.m. on Wednesdays, 2 p.m. on uh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, and 3 p.m. on Wednesday. And on Wednesday, I will be having a guest. He is a uh, someone from Self-Defense Fund. You know that commercial you hear? Well, we'll get some details on here for you, and you can call in with some questions or go to the chat room with questions, that sort of thing. And you really ought to have questions because uh, Self-Defense Fund is a kind of a prepaid insurance, uh, legal insurance for self-defense issues, okay? And it's not just guns, okay? Uh You know, that's the uh, commercial, because that's what most people are concerned about. But let's just say, uh, I don't know, let's just say you're at the store. And some, uh, you know, guy's running your way and everybody's screaming, stop, shoplifter, you know, he's shoplifting, you know, he stole my purse or whatever, right? And you decide to tackle the guy. So you smash him into the cement and, you know, he stopped. You hold him there until the police come, and then uh, they arrest him, and now uh, there you are, and next thing you know, you're sued by him or his family. You know, because this goes on in America, because the stinking rotten courts of this failed empire allow crap like that. Hey, if you got the filing fee, they'll entertain any kind of court uh, you know, proceeding, which means, you know, that doesn't mean they're going to win. It just means they're going to cost you money. Okay, you're going to have to go to court. Most people will have to hire a lawyer. That's going to cost you money, yada, yada, yada. Well, that is a self-defense sort of thing. You have come to the defense of others. See, so it's not always just a gun. So if you think, well, I don't carry a gun, so I don't have to worry about it. Well, maybe you do. What if somebody breaks into your house? You know, you shoot them. Oh, gee, turns out they're not armed. Well, you didn't know that. Well, they charge you anyway. See, now you have criminal charges against you for something you figured, hey, how can this be wrong? Well, hey, like I said, remember, 
stinking rotten courts, lousy stinking lawyers, and a failed empire? Yeah. You're going to need some help. And that's what this is about. Speaking of which, I was just reading a story here about the Electoral College. Bad, 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 right? So I'll just, uh, I'll read this to you. It's not that long. Here we go. Looks like they're going to have a mutiny in the Electoral College after all. The Democrats simply will not stop until Americans are killing one another in the streets. And, And folks... If they throw this election in the Electoral College, there will be death in the streets, okay? I guarantee you that, and I support it, folks. Because if they steal this election through the Electoral College, we the people have no other option. Now, you people can say, well, that's just what they want. Well, then they'll get what they want. And you know what the old saying, be careful what you wish for, you may just get it. And in this case, I suggest they do get it. If they steal the election from the elect- through the Electoral College, George Soros needs to be hunted down like the dog he is and killed along with his whole family. You understand what I'm saying here, folks? I'm talking revolution in the streets. I'm talking about hunting these people down and killing them in a warlike situation. I'm not talking about taking them to court. I'm not talking about suing them. I'm talking about eliminating them. If they steal the election through the Electoral College, there is no choice but for them to die. And their whole family. Because their families benefit from their crimes. Their fa- look, Okay, look at the Walton family. Every last one of those scumbags is responsible for the path Walmart has taken since the old man died. The old man made a fortune for those punk, spoiled brats. And now look at them. Screw America. Screw every American. We don't care as long as our check keeps coming. Yeah, that's the Waltons now. So, folks, you know... Yeah, is that a threat? You're darn right it's a threat. It's a qualified threat. If you steal the election through the Electoral College, that's the qualifier. Because, see, like it or not, Donald Trump won the election. Like it or not, he crushed the Electoral College. And if you're going to say, the elitists in this country are going to say, well, we don't care. We're, we're going to have who we want to have. And who do they want to have? They're saying they want to have a guy like Kasich. He's not even a Republican. And he's been pushing for this, too. And he's another one that if this happens, he needs to go. And he needs to go hard. And anybody who tries to protect these people need to go with them. Now, do I want that? Heck no, I don't want that. Nobody in their right mind would want that. But I'm telling you, man, the Democrats are infested with the spirit of Satan, and the spirit of Satan says, if I can't have it, nobody can, I'll burn the whole thing. And that's their attitude. But anyway, the Democrats simply will not stop. In an unprecedented move... What was once only six electors who have said they became faithless electors, thereby not voting for Trump as they're required to do, 
has now become 15 electors. Even worse, at this moment, those 15 electors are trying to recruit another 17 to join them, which, if successful, will throw the country into a constitutional crisis. No, far worse than a constitutional crisis. It will be revolution, okay? There will be no more constitution. There will be no more law. You will be hunted like the dogs you are, and you can come hunting too if you want. You just remember, your prey's got guns. Folks, you better get real about this. You better stop in la-la land. I'm so, you know what? I'm so sick of living in a nation of pussies. You hear that? Pussies. Just like Donald Trump said, except in a different, uh, you know, vernacular. And if you don't like that, too bad. Go listen to somebody else. Go listen to somebody telling you about stuff that you can't do anything about. Yeah. And you know what? You can't do anything about the Electoral College. Although, what you can do is you can write letters to your editor, you can write letters that will be public, you can put things on the internet, and say the same thing I'm saying. If you do this, prepare to die, and your whole family. Okay, it would have been bad enough if Hillary Clinton would have won that election. Even though, you know, they tried to steal it, and they're still trying to steal it, and we're letting them. We're standing here letting them, and nobody's saying, listen, you do it, and we'll kill you. How about that? It's all they understand, folks. They own the judges, okay? They own the scumbag judges. Do you understand that? They own the legislature. They own the Senate. They own your state legislators. They own all of them. They have sold you out for their own bag of silver. For their own little 30 pieces, they've all sold us out. Every last stinking scumbag in the government has done that. And they need to know, that's fine. You can play your games, but if you do this, we'll kill you. And if you don't care about your life, well then, hey, kiss your kid goodbye too, because we'll take that with you. Poison fruit from a poison tree. It's time to stop playing around, folks. If they do this, and they haven't, so everything's peaceful and happy and nice. And everything should stay that way if everybody stays you know, lawful. But if you're going to steal this, then there's going to be trouble. Big trouble. And this time, folks, don't burn your own house down. Don't go shooting and beating up your neighbors. Go find the elite. Go find your senator. Go find your congressman. Go find the judges and let them know how displeased you are before you say goodbye to them. If they do this. I'm telling you folks. If they do this. That's what needs to happen. There's no mincing words about it. Because if they do this, we have no choice but war. Because what are you going to do then? You're going to sit around and what? Wait for something else? 
well, let's just see how bad it gets. Well, let's just see. Oh, okay, why don't we wait until everybody's disarmed? Why don't we wait until everybody's in a FEMA camp? And then why don't we just cry the blues about, ho, 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 we should have done something when we could have. Don't you think the Jews riding in the boxcars going to the death camps or the work camps, whatever way you want to look at it, those camps existed. Now, whether they killed a bunch of Jews or they didn't kill a bunch of Jews, I don't really care. They were prison camps. Prison camps for civilians. And they're going to do the same thing to us if we let them. Don't you think by the time the Jews got to the camps that they were kind of thinking, gosh, I sure wish we'd have done something when we could. Don't you think the people in the gulags that Stalin put there... Oh, wait, you don't even have to wonder about that. Solzhenitsyn, the writer who was in one of those camps, wrote about it. And he said, yeah, that's one of the things they talked about while they were all sitting around in the camps, imprisoned slaves, waiting to die. Geez, you know, we should have fought back. Gosh, if every time they kicked in a door, they got their face blown off, uh, maybe they would have knocked it off. Yeah, maybe. But you didn't do that, so now you're sitting at camp waiting to die. Is that where Americans need to go? Is that what needs to happen to Americans, too? Land of the free, home of the brave, right? And folks, I'm just saying, if, 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 if this happens, it's just kind of like saying, if space aliens... Landed tomorrow, we'd have to kill them if they were unfriendly. Right? Well, these people have shown themselves to be unfriendly already. But, you know, they live here so they can be unfriendly. But if they try to steal from us, we have to stop them. I feel very strongly about this. I hope the military's listening, because guess what? You boys in the military understand this. Your votes didn't get counted in California. Your votes didn't get counted in New York. Your votes didn't get counted in Texas. Your votes didn't get counted in Pennsylvania. Well, they might have got counted in Pennsylvania. They should have got counted in Pennsylvania. Now, whether they did or not, I'm hearing reports that, well, no. They're counting the illegal alien ballots, the provisional ballots, but they're not counting the absentee ballots. That's what I heard. I don't know if it's true or not. I don't know why they're recounting any ballots in Pennsylvania. Shill Stein missed the deadline. Uh, let's see, video blue. Uh, okay, if a total of 17 more electors defect for a total of 32 defectors in all, one would like to think that pulling such a stunt would have serious repercussions for those who don't vote, as they're supposed to, but no such luck. If a total of 32 electoral college members who are required to vote for Trump refuse to do so, we could have some serious problems. 
I hope uh, I hope you've been preparing just in case Texas elector quits. We already knew about that, but he he quit. Okay, so they put somebody in his place that will vote for him. All right. Uh, the announcement comes as. Democrats have sought to persuade Republican electors to turn against Trump in favor of Democratic nominee Hillary Clinton. Are you kidding me? Really? Unbelievable. While the effort will more than likely fail, it could begin to unravel one of the nation's most controversial political institutions, as the Christian Science Monitor's Weston Williams wrote last week. The plan hinges on so-called faithless electors, members of the Electoral College who vote against the candidate who won the majority in their particular state. During the U.S. presidential race, Americans do not vote directly for the preferred candidate. In reality, the ballots they cast go to the electors, who then go on theoretically to cast a vote on their behalf. Um, let's see here. Well, there you go. That that That's pretty much all you need to know about that. Thing is, folks, I've been warning about this for, I don't know, since before. <laughs> you know, tr- Trump actually, before the, all the votes were even counted, when it looked like he was going to win. Look, this is a problem. And Trump has done everything he can to try to calm these people. You know, some of the uh, nominee ideas that we didn't like, I didn't like them either. They weren't for us. They were for them. Because the people in the Electoral College are the political elite. And if the college turns on the people, then we need the names of every one of them in the college. And they need to find a new existence, wherever that might be. And the people need to be their travel agent. Serious, folks. If we let this slide, that's it. We're over. We're finished. It's it's really it's sick and it's sad and it's it's terrible. I never in a million years would have figured this to go on in my lifetime. Never. I I never I, I really never would have. I mean, how about you? Would would have you ever figured this would go on? Well, here's some good news. American alternative media threatens defamation lawsuit against Washington Post for red baiting. Well, good. And see, this is what needs to happen, except, you know, like I said, the corrupt stinking courts with the corrupt stinking judges. And yeah, I have zero respect for any judge out there. Any one of you. You all suck, okay? You're all a bunch of corrupt insider criminals. That's what you are. Now, That's my presumption. Now, hey, you can rebut that and you can prove me wrong. I'd like that real lots to find a judge that was worth half a crap. But I haven't met one so far. So, uh, you know, and I've met more judges than most people. 
What they are is little tyrants that sit up there in their black dress and their little penis pump underneath the desk, boinking their secretary and every, every, every other thing that walks into their office. They're disgusting, vile creatures. Again, that's my presumption. And you know what? You can, you can show me evidence that I'm wrong in your particular case. And you may be right. Maybe I am wrong in your particular case. I haven't met you. But I'm sorry, I've met too many of your colleagues that are scumbags. So I don't have a lot of faith in the judicial system. Even though I appreciate the law, and I find it a very interesting study, but uh, how once you read the law, okay... And you read their rules, and, you know, the, that's part of the law. Okay, you have the laws, then you have the rules of the court, how, you know, you're supposed to operate in a court. And then you actually go to court and find out they are a bunch of rule-breaking criminal bastards. I'm sorry, there's no other way to put it. That's who they are. That's how they operate. That's the U.S. court system. That's your state court system. That's how it works. I had a federal clerk tell me straight to my face while I had two separate books of rules open. I had the local rules and the general rules open, showing him in the rules that what they did was a violation. And he looked me straight in the face and said, well, that's just the way we do it. You know, and he seemed like a nice enough guy, too. He wasn't a jerk or anything. He's just a criminal. Yeah, nothing personal, man. Nothing personal. Uh, I don't know how to say this name. Y-V-E-S Smith, who runs the respected website Naked Capitalism, has retained a top gun lawyer to sue the Washington Post for defamation unless it retracts its smear piece calling alternative media sites Russian propaganda. Smith has also launched uh, ProperNot.org, a satirical site complaining about the lack of first-rate propaganda by the powers that be. We, American alternative media, who are loyal to the U.S. and no other country, fully endorse both efforts. Well, let's see. Loyal to the U.S.? I'm not loyal to the U.S. I don't know what these people think the U.S. is. What do you think the U.S. is? I'm loyal to the people. I am not loyal to the United States. People who say things like this don't know what the United States is. And it's no, it's no wonder they don't know what the United States is, seeing as how the Supreme Court has identified no less than three different United States. And I have found, uh, let's see, I've collected here in my recent uh, studies that I'm having to do, uh, what was it, nine different, in the, just from the United States Code, nine different separate definitions of the United States. So, I'm sorry, I'm not loyal to the United States because I don't know what that is. I'm loyal to the people. The ideals. The Christian principles that this country was founded on, whether you atheists like it or not. 
Unlike the knuckleheads who are attempting to shut down alternative media by lumping us in with Russian state-sponsored media, and the twits who wrote and approved the Washington Post smear piece, who apparently embraced the values of tyrants, uh, we fought the Revolutionary War to escape. Well, we, we're going to have to fight another Revolutionary War, folks. Yeah, that's what it looks like to me. We're going to have to fight another Revolutionary War if they steal the election through the Electoral College. We're not going to have to wait too much longer. Fourteen more days, two weeks. Yep, that's it. All right, well, when we come back, I've got another uh, piece here about bad news about what they're doing. So we'll be back in just a few. Everybody stay tuned.
have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. about where your next meal will come from if the power is out for an extended period of time? I'd like to suggest Numana Foods, a family-owned business with a passion for food quality and taste, as well as long-term storage reliability. Numana.com. Check them out for your family's health and security. Food so good tasting and good for you, it can be eaten every day. Standard buckets are GMO-free, contain no aspartame, high fructose corn syrup, autolyzed yeast extract, chemical preserve, or soy. You can be confident your Numana meals will be there for you and your family when you need them during an emergency. Numana.com, a nutritionally healthy way to prepare for any disaster. That's Numana.com. N-U-M-A-N-N-A.com. Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water.
All right, we're back. This is the Frank Report. I'm your host, Francis Steph, and you're listening right here on American Voice Radio Network. It's Monday, December 5th, 2016. It's about 8.41 and a half, 800-932-1980, 800-932-1980. And uh, theamericanvoice.com or americanvoiceradio.com is the website. Uh, first song there, of course, was Billy Idol, White Wedding. You know, we're getting a tiny, tiny, itsy-bitsy bit of snow right now, so I figured, you know, something with white in it. And the second one there was uh, Boogie Woogie Twins. Anyway, uh, so there you have it. Let's get back to some things and stuff. Now, where I left off, I was basically uh, making, and, and, you know, I can't really make anything. I, all I can do is go to war myself. I can't, I don't lead any troops or anything like that, but uh, if they do steal this election through the Electoral College, then war is the only option. Because then the rule of law has broken down, and we have nothing but tyrants in charge who will do whatever they please. And we need, there's only one way to stop a tyrant. And it ain't a lawsuit and it isn't conversation. Yeah, but it's a big if. Could be much to do about nothing. But you know what? When these threats become apparent that they are possible, we need to stand up in no uncertain terms And make the powers that be understand that if you do this, you're putting your own lives in jeopardy and those of your children, not mine this time. See, because they all, oh, they're easy to put your children at risk. Hey, everybody, we're going to have a war. Hey, we're going to poke Russia with a stick. Maybe we'll go to war with them. Maybe we'll go to war with China. Hey, maybe we'll go to war everywhere. Hey, we're in a 40, 140 different countries going to war. Yeah, hey, send your kids to us. Oh, no? Okay, fine, we'll wreck the economy so they can't get a job and they'll have nowhere to go but to us. And that's where we're at right now. Half our militaries all around the world, they can't even help us. They're put too busy defending democracy instead of the American people. I'm upset about this. And if it happens, I'm really going to be upset. But here's something that you might want to take into account here. Criminals can work out the card number, expiration date, and security code for a Visa debit or credit card in as little as six seconds using guesswork, researchers have found. Experts from Newcastle University said it was frighteningly easy to do with a laptop and an Internet connection. Fraudsters use a so-called distributed guessing attack to get around security features put in place to stop online fraud, and this may have been the method used in the recent Tesco bank hack. Researchers found that the system did not detect cyber criminals making multiple invalid sorry, I had to sneeze, making multiple invalid attempts on websites in order to get payment data, payment card data. 
So, within seconds, by a process of elimination, criminals could verify the correct card number, expiration date, three-digit security number on the back of the card. Wow. So, there you have it, folks. Well, let's move on to this. Now, this is something that I go on and on about, but here's something new. Yet another military system that doesn't work. But, hey, at least it costs hundreds of millions of dollars. Oh, did I say hundreds of millions? (laughs) Boy, that'd be a discounted ship. No, no, this costs billions, okay? The Navy's littoral combat ship program, and I might be saying that wrong, but is behind schedule, hundreds of millions of uh, over budget, and, here's the best part, incapable of conducting most of the basic missions it was intended to carry out. Senators on Thursday said they wanted to know why. Like so many major programs that preceded it, LCS's failure followed predictably from an inability to define and stabilize requirements, unrealistic initial cost estimates, and unreliable assessments of technical and integrational risk. Made worse by repeatedly buying ships and mission packages before proving they are effective and can't be operated together. Uh, Lindsey Graham said uh, he was pretty blunt about this. He said, the process is completely broken. If you want to stop this, somebody needs to get fired. Oh, man. Miss Lindsey Graham is now, what, is he trying to sound like Donald Trump now? You're fired, really? Boy, you should have thought about that about 20 years ago, huh, Miss Graham? The current fleet of eight ships. So, wait a minute. Are we calling eight ships a fleet now? Uh, uh, so wait a minute. We're we're a, a superpower, and we're calling eight ships a fleet. Wow, that's pretty pathetic, don't you think? Well, anyway, the big fleet of eight ships. Here's a quote: have a near zero chance of completing a thirty-day mission. Hey, and that's the Navy's requirement without a critical failure of one or more C-frame subsystems essential for wartime operations. This is coming from the Pentagon's Director of Operational Test and Evaluation. Zero. Okay? Zero. And this is, you know, the Navy only requires these ships to be able to function for 30 days without breaking down. That's like saying, yeah, you're cured of cancer if you live five five years. Five years and a day you die, you were cured, man. You died of some other reason. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, 30 days for the Navy without breaking down, and it's good to go. I don't know about you, but I, uh, you know, most wars that I've read about, they all last longer than 30 days. That's pretty sad, huh? The miracle of the LCS didn't happen, said Paul Francis of the Government Accountability Office. We are 26 ships into the contract, and we still don't know if it can do its job. Originally scheduled to begin service in 2008 at a cost of $220 million per ship. 
Yeah, well, it's cost double to $478 million each. That's half a billion dollars per ship. And although ships have been commissioned and deployed, they are not yet to be equipped with the systems that would allow them to perform their primary missions. And they won't be until 2020. Wait a minute. Let's see. Uh, that's 12 years behind schedule. You know, people being late aggravates me. But I've never been around anybody who's been 12 years late. You know, that's a bit much. 12 years late? Yeah, I'm a little late. Yeah, 12 years. Yeah, that's a little late, all right. Well, what happens to you folks? I mean, really. Oh, sure, honey, I'll meet you at 6 p.m. And then 12 years later, you show up and say, sorry, you know, I'm just a little late. <laughs> yeah. When the LCS was conceived in 2004, it was envisioned as a state-of-the-art combat vessel with a revolutionary flattened hull. Revolutionary flattened hull. Yeah, revolutionary flattened hull. Are you kidding me? People have been running speedboats up and down the Rogue River since, oh, I don't know, uh, since before I ever moved here. They've all got flat hulls. Gee, is that revolutionary? No, not unless the Navy does it. Then it's revolutionary. And, uh, you know, the difference is that these boats going up and down this river here, they actually work, okay? They, go, they actually go up and down the river. Apparently, not the Navy ships. They can't manage that. It allows a speedier, more lethal ship design to operate in the littoral close to shore regions. It would contain plug-and-play mission modules to take out service threats, hunt mines, or go after enemy submarines. But the ships have a dismal record of reliability because of frequent mechanical breakdowns, and it can't even defend itself. Wow. While admitting substantial shortcomings in the performance of the ships, the Navy insisted it's on track to fix the problems. Oh, really? Uh, let's see. Now, you know what? They were supposed to be in service in 2008. It's 2016, going on 2017, and they're still not operational. How is that on track to fixing the problems? We are doggedly pursuing solutions that will improve operational ability of the ships. And you have my assurance that these are never far from my mind, said Vice Admiral Thomas Roden, head of Naval Surface Force Pacific. You know what, Admiral? You're fired. You're a lion sack of crap and you're fired. You're not doggedly doing anything, okay? You're almost nine years late. You're not aggressively trying to fix anything. You're not on track to do anything except spend more money and waste more time. Let's see. Uh, who's this here? Well... Now, they say, out of nowhere, Francis said, but we have 
prior in the uh I'm looking here, maybe I didn't read the name of, of Francis somewhere along the ways, but usually I would notice that because well, you know, uh that's my name and no, nowhere. So this is another well written article. Okay, Francis said that while Congress also failed to exercise proper oversight on the program, well, because they're too ba- busy banging little girls from some pizza joint, okay? That's why they're not oversighting anything. They're too busy raising money, taking bribes, and, and uh, you know, partying with their pedophile friends. It still has a chance to inject some discipline into the next phase of the program. By not approving a block buy of future ships. You know what? Congress needs to say, we're not buying any ships. You're going to get the ships you built working already. And you're going to do it at the price you said you would because we're taking back all that money. And if you don't like that, everybody in your company who's been involved with this project is going to jail. What kind of a job, folks, do you get to go to and say, well... Hi, boss, I'm here to work. Uh, hey, buddy, you're 12 years late. How's that work? Oh, and by the way, uh, boss, you know, the pay we agreed on, I'm going to need twice that much. Not a little raise. No, 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 twice that much. Yeah, but the stuff you did is all, all crap. It doesn't work. None of it works. Yeah, well, no, yeah, but still. See, more the same, folks. It's just more the same. Here we go. A Virginia school has banned two American classics after a parent said her high school age uh, son was negatively impacted by the racial slurs they contain. Oh, guess what horrible books they were. Yeah, the decision to remove The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn by Mark Twain and To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee came after a parent filed a complaint. The parents cited excessive racial slurs as the reason for wanting the books banned. The son, who is biracial, said that her concerns are not even just a black and white thing. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. See, folks... All right, I got to move along real quick. Obama rating Medicare? Yeah, why? Well, to feed illegals. What? How much? $167 million. So, hey, all you folks on, uh, you know, Medicare that you can't get treated, well, that's why, because Obama's taking the money that you're supposed to be getting and giving it to illegals so they can eat. The Department of Health and Human Services is rating several of its accounts including money for Medicare, the Ryan White AIDS HIV program, and those for cancer and flu research to cover a shortfall in housing illegal youths pouring over the border at a rate of 255 a day. HHS is trying to come up with $167 million to fund the Office of Refugee Resettlement that is accepting the youths. Policy director Jessica Vaughn said that insiders have told her that the funding crisis has forced the department to squeeze programs for money. The money, she said, pays for shelters, health care, schooling, recreation, and other services for new illegal arrivals. 
who typically were brought to this border by smugglers paid by their parents. Well, somebody asked, what the F is this a-hole doing? Is Congress, Paul Ryan, and Republicans allowing this money to be reapportioned? Man. But guess what? Two-thirds of aliens admitted under Obama's minor program are adults. That's right. Two-thirds of those children we're helping aren't children at all. They're adults. Meanwhile, that dirtbag dyke, Janet Napolitano, now University of California president, she says campus police officers will not contact, detain, question, or arrest any individual solely on the basis of suspected undocumented immigration status. Really? We felt it necessary to reaffirm that University of California will act upon its deeply held conviction that all members of our community have a right to work, study, and live safely and fear without fear at all UC locations. Really? So illegal aliens have a right to work, illegal aliens have a right to study, illegal aliens have a right to live safely and without fear at all University of California locations. Well, isn't that nice? Isn't that great? Man, oh man, oh man. And these are the dirtbags, folks, trying to steal the election out of the Electoral College. I hope you're making a list, folks. Social networks say they're going to start blocking extremism. Oh, boy. That's nice. Oh, let's see. I'm almost out of time here. I might as well just wrap it up with that. But don't worry, there's another hour coming up, or sorry, there's another hour coming up, whichever way you look at it. Uh, There is another hour coming up, and I'll have my co-host here on Monday nights, at least the Monday night co-host, Dean Lauren, here to join me for the second hour. And I don't know what we're going to be talking about, but it'll be uh, something different, that's for sure, it usually is. Anyhow, so... If you can, stay tuned. If you can't, thanks for listening. And, hey, even if you can, thanks for listening anyway. See you in a bit. Political, religious, and medical views presented on various shows heard on American Voice Radio Network are not necessarily the views held by the management of American Voice Radio and are not presented as an endorsement by this network. All statements heard on American Voice Radio are the sole responsibility and opinion of those who speak the particular statement.
Worried about where your next meal will come from if the power is out for an extended period of time? I'd like to suggest Numana Foods, a family-owned business with a passion for food quality and taste, as well as long-term storage reliability. Numana.com. Check them out for your family's health and security. Food so good tasting and good for you, it can be eaten every day. Standard buckets are GMO-free, contain no aspartame, high fructose corn syrup, autolyzed yeast extract, chemical preservatives, or soy. You can be confident your Numana meals will be there for you and your family when you need them during an emergency. Numana.com, a nutritionally healthy way to prepare for any disaster. That's Numana.com, N-U-M-A-N-N-A.com. shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. Since the beginning of the United States, kings have sought it, nations have fought for it. It has been traded, borrowed, purchased, and stolen. There is a reason for it. To secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, invest with the security of gold and silver. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Listen to Financial Survival with your host, Melody Cedarstrom, on American Voice Radio Network and Shortwave Radio. Visit DiscountGoldAndSilverTrading.net or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. For the very best in gold and silver trading, call toll-free 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Call now. Hey, hey, just don't pay. 
December 5th, 2016, and it's about eight and a half minutes after 9 p.m. Pacific time, and you regular listeners out there know what that means. This is the second hour because it's Monday. TheAmericanVoice.com or AmericanVoiceRadio.com, AVRN with the number one dot com or AVRN.TV. We'll all get you to our website, and everything you need to know about this network is found there. Even a, even a uh, what do you call it, chat room. Even a chat room that you can go in there and you can participate in the show. You can ask questions. You can make comments. You can ignore the whole thing. You can just socialize. It's up to you. It's there for you. Anyway, with all that said, now we will introduce our co-host, long-standing, or sitting, he may be sitting, he may be standing. We're not doing the video thing, so I'm not sure. But anyway, Dean has been co-host on Monday nights for quite some time, many, many, many moons. And so, uh, welcome, Dean. How's New York City going? Well, Frank, I'm celebrating the 10-year anniversary of Sonia Sotomayor, who I uh, basically argued in front of when she screwed almost 
300,000 minority students by having their grades being altered when they had passed their reading tests. How many people? About 300,000 students. Well, geez. See, she's really come up in the world. Now she's screwing about 300 million people. Like I say, like I say. Hey, you know what I'm celebrating? No, tell me. I'm celebrating December 5th. Do you know what December 5th is? As no. in, As in, you know, big deal in the, well, pretty big deal in the United States. December 5th was the day that Prohibition finally ended. Mm, there you go. So, you know, drink up, everybody. So does that mean you're contemplating suicide? No, as a matter of fact, I am not contemplating suicide, and I'd like to everybody to know out there, if there's ever a report that I have, in fact, committed suicide, it is a lie. Uh, I mean, it could be natural causes, but I doubt that very much. I probably was murdered, okay? So keep that in mind. How about All you? Right. How about you? You're sounding sounding a little better this week than last week, but not completely uh, 100%. So you're not so sick that you're contemplating suicide, are you? Uh, just a tad touch of pneumonia, but we're getting through it. And uh, the answer is, come on now, don't give us this Jesuit lawyer answer. I want, you know, yes or no. Are you contemplating suicide or do you plan on contemplating suicide? Hell no. And in ah. fact, I'm... Dedicating the, the halftime song to our leader in black, Pope <laughs> Francis. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Jeez, you know. Well, I hope this is a really ugly, nasty, mean song then in that case because uh, I'm not a fan. You know, I thought I would be seeing as how he, he shares the same name as I do, but no, he's he's a bad man, I think. Mm, what makes you think I think any differently? So, with well, that, I'm wondering what is, kind of dedication dedicated song is it, it? You know, a song that goes something like "Die, die now, die hard, die, die, die." Is it something like oh that? Oh my because, God! I got to tell you, everybody, I hung out this weekend with everybody from the Mad Max Road Warrior movie. <laughs> you did? Oh, it was a, it was the reunion. At WinterCon at Aqueduct or, or the Resorts Casino, and uh, every and the Warriors, <laughs> the movie The Warriors. I hung yeah, out yeah, I love that movie. I, I as a matter of fact, I just rewatched that movie. I guess maybe six, seven months ago, and I watched the whole thing through, and I I, I liked it. I didn't like it as much as I did when I I was in high school. I was in high school, and. Me and a bunch of uh, my friends, we went and saw that movie and at the movie theater. And it was, uh, oh, man, it was, you know. It's it a movie great. theater movie. You have to sit in a movie theater. And, and then you um, got to get your baseball bats and go outside and look for a fight. And I also hung out with uh, Michelle Nichols, Uhura of Star Trek. Oh, okay. I, then I hung out with, uh, uh, oh, Adrienne Barbeau. She was the best. Oh, she, she was, was a hottie back in the day. Yeah, well, she still is, and she's in an upcoming movie called Death House. I'm going to recommend it to everybody. Since I hung out with everybody in Death House, I might as well, you know, push the movie. Death House, huh? Yeah, it's it's, uh, <laughs> it's, 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 it's a remake of the White House. Oh. So, um... 
So tonight we have a, an interesting. I was going to ask you, you know, Death House. It's not like a pizza parlor, is it? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a, it's a long trailer on the Comet Pizza Gate. Yeah, hey, I knew you'd get that joke. That was kind yeah, of yeah. Uh, you know, in fact, there's been a lot of cognizant dissidents about um, that Comet Pizza Parlor and the pedophilia that's going down, but people forget. Two major items that, number one, the NYPD is in possession of all the pedophile emails from Wiener. Right. Okay. That lead them to the Comet Pizzeria. And the other is that with regards to fake news, many of the original major fake news items were in fact issued by Hillary Clinton during her alleged press conferences. Right, right. So with that, we want to bring out, I want to bring out quickly two points because um, de Blasio now is is asking the Congress for $35 million for security for Donald Trump. Trump Tower. Now, if you know anything about this congressional monies, it's got to go to Federal Protection Services, since this is a federal protection issue. It doesn't really go to the NYPD. And that means this $35 million is going to go to the contractor for the Federal Protection Services in the Second Circuit, which is Intercon Security. And they are, in fact, the Blackwater of the domestic security forces in the United States. And it's very interesting because Marcus Mumford, an attorney for the Brady, the Eamon Brandy and his brother, we had him on the show. And this whole issue of the FBI managing and creating false flags to ensnare Leaders, not not domestic terrorists, but citizens who are leading movements that, if successful, would probably short circuit a lot of the corruption in the swamp, as Donald Trump says. So, and part of that swamp and the FBI managing the so-called false flags has to do with the National Liberation Alliance. Now, I didn't even know who they were until today. And they were doing this kind of like common law jury. People had come up to me about it and I didn't know what it was about, but, you know, I didn't subscribe to it. And uh, and then, of course, like a like a people's grand jury sort of thing. Right. Oh, okay. That you know that idea comes and goes and has been for like 25 years that I'm aware of. All right. So it's a false flag and it's run by the FBI. Okay, because you know it it what happens is and I've seen this happen two times already. Two different, you know, uh generations if you will, okay? It comes around, sounds like a good idea. There's some people that really uh, sound smart and uh, make a great case for it. People get involved in it. They start. What happens is they start issuing 
what the government calls simulated legal documents. And that's when everybody goes to jail. And then it goes away for a while until everybody forgets about it, and then the guys come back with the good idea, and it sounds great, and the smart guys, and a whole new generation get sucked in by it again. So I guess it's I guess it's back around again, huh? Right. The FBI is doing this on purpose to ensnare people. And then, of course, we have the sovereign citizens, that group, the ones that believe they don't have to pay taxes or... Or I'm not even sure that's a real definition. But I do know people like Paula Gloria and various other people are involved in that. And and that's how I, I, I didn't per se know about sovereign citizens itself. I know of that concept through other producers on radio and television like Paula Gloria, who is at Manhattan Neighborhood Network. Mm-hmm. She's always, in fact... Uh, they basically yelled at me for dissing her the other week. We had a. Uh, um, she invited me on her show. Right you before, you uh, dissed somebody? Come on. Well, the issue was uh, they didn't want to have these microwave feeders attached to the house that smart meters. Right. Right. Okay. And I said, look, it isn't an issue of you stopping them. And thinking you can get around them, and I explained this to some people who actually got the concept, it said, if you really want to stop them, just put a quote-unquote smart meter to an algorithm-type device hybrid so that, you know, on your telephone pole, so the smart meter stops there. And then the rest of your house runs on algorithm, electricity. Well, okay. Now, I'm just curious because there's two different issues about this, and I'm wondering what what the the folks that you were talking to there, what is their major problem with the smart meters? Is it the fact that it's going to be spying on your smart devices in your house, or is it the RF signals it emits that are harmful to their health? RF signals and then followed by privacy. Okay, well, the RF signals, and you and I have discussed this in the past, and, you know, I I sent you that one website with the, you know, these uh, different frequency-blocking fabrics that you can buy. And, you know, so you can protect yourself from the frequencies that these things emit. You know, as far as the privacy goes, like you're saying, you know, a, uh, you know, your power comes in off the uh, meter, and then it comes out of the meter and goes into your house. Now between the meter and your house, I'm sure there's a device that can disrupt those, uh, you know, uh, frequencies. Now, you know, this is not a, uh, this is, this was a technology, the smart meter, the smart devices, and all the smart crap that they're pushing was actually uh, designed, they were working on it to be internet over your power lines, because everything's just frequencies, okay? It's just, you know, you can have different kinds of frequencies going down the same piece of copper, and that that's actually how the the telephones work, and that's how DSL works. That's how all of it works. So you, you have one piece of K, uh, copper, and you have many different telephones that go on this one piece of copper, and it's like, well, how does that work? Well, because through that copper different frequencies 
travel, and one frequency is for your phone, one frequency is for another phone, one frequency is for a different phone, and that's when I call your number, it goes to that frequency, and that's why your phone rings and the neighbor's doesn't, is because of that, even though you're on the same copper wire, you know, or whatever wire. But they now they apparently have adapted it to only use themselves and to only, you know, operate your appliances and such and the right uh, because they would like the the issue with surveillance and that a computer terminal is far easier to read a digitized uh data stream oh absolutely and and then the rf part of it is that you know the meter has two different functions one is to be able to transfer uh basically go right on through you know the frequencies go right on through from the you know the uh what do you call it uh what's that uh the transformer up on your pole right you know because what's going down those lines are are like i think it's 300 volts or something and then it has to get knocked down to uh you know 220 and then it goes to your house and all that has to be it has to be designed so your frequencies those can can pass right through all that so you know, that's one aspect of it. And the other one is that these meters can be read from the street or a drone or whatever uh, through RF signals. So they have the two different aspects to them. And that's why I was asking, because people, you know, some people are just completely only concerned with, look, I don't want these RF signals bombarding me day and night because it's bad for your, you know, it causes cancer and all kinds of disruption in your DNA even. And, you know, and then other people are concerned about, well, I don't want these people spying on me through all my, you know, electronic devices. So that's why I was curious which one. But, yeah, it, they're right to be concerned with both. Right. So I basically said, you know, to hell, just put it on your telephone pole and, and keep it off your land. And that's fine. You know, it solves every problem. You can jump on the net or whatever if you need to or grab what energy you need to. And you don't have to separate yourself from civilization and become a sovereign citizen. Give up your sovereign citizenship, which, of course, is, you know, basically your your freedom to do what you want without having your privacy invaded. So, um so I brought, you know, that was how I got, I, I was, I was said to have dissed her. So that's when I first, you know. And and what I'm, was she, well, now, just out of curiosity again, because I didn't, and I'm not getting the dissing part yet, because what was her solution to it? I mean, your, your solution seems pretty. I don't the net. I don't want it. I don't want anything. I don't concede. And I'm like going, it's coming to a theater near you. Yeah, well, that's true. Okay, get get real. You either put it on your telephone pole or you put it on your house. Put it on your telephone pole. Well, you know what, Dean? I've I've asked this question of people, and and like you, uh, I don't think I've been accused of dissing anybody. But you know, they don't. They're not. People are generally not. <laughs> people are generally not happy with my comments when I. You know, people come in and go, yeah, well, you know, sovereign citizen or whatever, uh, and, and then they'll go, you got to give up, you know, and they they got this long list. You know, you you can't have a bank account, you can't have a driver license, you can't have a cable company, you can't have internet, you can't have, you know, you can't have anything, right? Right. So you live in a box. No, you can't have a box because you'd have to get the box somewhere. You have to just sit in the woods by yourself, and then you're a sovereign citizen. You know, and I I asked them, well. How exactly is that sovereignty? 
if I'm trapped okay. by myself in the woods uh, alone because I can't do anything or else I'll give up my sovereignty. How is that liberty? That's not liberty to me. That That is a a a confinement that I'm creating for myself. That's not liberty or freedom or certainly not sovereignty. Sovereignty is, is you know, you have... You you have dominion if you're the sovereign. <laughs> you know, me not being allowed to do anything is not me having dominion. So it's kind of a ridiculous uh, idea that, you know. It is ridiculous if you're going to live in the millennium. So let's just go on with the story here because we're getting running out of time. Okay. And uh, so when we come back to the break, we're going to discuss the December 13th financial coup that will cause a real estate bubble to burst in Hong Kong and Shanghai, which will effectively destroy the United States T-bills, the Treasury bills set up by Goldman Sachs. So again, we'll be discussing the real estate bubble bursting on December 13th in Hong Kong and Shanghai which will then basically trigger the fall of the United States Treasury bills, dragging them in with it. And then, of course, the infrastructure failure that follows, and then the uh, water. The water. Okay, well... Let's see, Dean's having a little connection problem, so we're just going to run to the break because it's almost time anyhow, and then we'll try to get Dean back. We will get Dean back, and uh, we'll see you in a couple minutes.
realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. AVR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. You just defended yourself with a gun. The police are called and you're potentially involved in a homicide, but it was self-defense. At this point, you are not in your right mind. No one ever is when they are in fear for their life and defend themselves. Anything you say can and will be used in a court of law, both civilly and criminally. Fortunately, you have selfdefensefund.com. We are the National Association for Legal Gun Defense, and we protect our members nationally in all 50 states, up to $1 million per incident per member. Let us do the talking for you and visit selfdefensefund.com. Any weapon, any state, any time. Prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, and Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971 when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188 That's 800-375-4188 Protect yourself and your family. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific.
right, we're back. Well, we're not back. I'm back. Uh, Dean dropped off, and he hasn't come back. Uh, I sent him a couple of emails, but then again, if he lost Internet connection, that won't help. Uh, hopefully he will call in, and uh, I, uh, well, I don't know. I, I hope everything's okay over there in the big city. Who knows, but... Uh, Yep, line went dead, Dean went offline, and that was the end of that. And I don't know what's going on, but uh, uh, we shall continue anywho. It looks as though I just got a weather report from Melissa that, uh, let's see here, what does it say? Winter storm warning here for Jackson County, Oregon. That is where I live. It's the National Weather Service. And... Uh, you know, that's uh, what they say. Let's see here. Winter storm warning remains in effect from 10 p.m. this evening. Well, it's only 9.39 right now, so we got nothing to worry about then, I guess, for 20 more minutes. Although it's already started snowing here, and it says from 10 p.m. this evening to 10 a.m. Uh, tomorrow morning above 2,000 feet. Well, where I'm sitting right here is 2,200 feet. Now, that's only 200 feet higher than 2,000 feet, so eh, maybe, maybe not. What else does it say? Winter weather re-advisory remains in effect from 10 p.m. to 10 a.m. Uh, above 1,500 feet. Uh, four to nine inches, they say, above 2,000 feet, with a trace to three inches between 15 and 2,000 feet. Higher peaks may see up to one foot. Well, that's good. Lots of lots of water. Uh, so wait a minute here. Four to nine inches above 2,000 feet, trace to three inches between 15 and three feet. Uh, two, okay, so 2,200 feet will probably get four inches. We have four inches of snow, if these guys are right. You know, they uh, <laughs> they sure seem like they know what they're talking about until you, you know, wake up the next day and see that they were completely wrong. But anyway, so that's what we're uh, doing now. And it is actually snowing, so uh, they could be right. Anyhow. Okay, I guess I need to come up with something to talk about for the next 20 minutes or so, don't I? Hey, I know, seeing as how Dean's not here, you can call in if you'd like, 800-932-1980, 800-932-1980, yeah, you could do that, Dean doesn't like to take calls, but Dean's not here, so I'll take calls. Here's a story from Pravda, okay? U.S. Democrats intimidate electors in Nazi style. The activity of the U.S. Democratic Party is being currently checked by the FBI. The reason is unstoppable threats to electors. Beside that, the FBI is trying to find out who funds incessant protests in the country against the Republicans. You know, really... The FBI is trying to figure out who's funding all the uh, protests. 
How hard is this? Come on. George Soros already has admitted that he's doing it. Hey, looky here. It looks like we got Dean back on. Do we? Oh, my God. Did we listen to the song? Yes. Yeah, the oh. song's over. Music uh, time is over. That was for the Pope. Okay. <laughs> I don't miss you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure now, he's, he's now hurt. Now, it's very interesting. Did you hear that? Well, what the heck happened to you anyway? Okay, you want to tell us what happened? Well, I happened to open up this cache of documents that expose intercons, you know, going in there and beating up people to take down in federal courts and uh, that with the U.S. attorneys, this whole SOCOM operation that's going on with the securities. You know, this is security, this domestic security with the FBI that Comey's planning to And that launch. knocked you off the Internet? That knocked me off the internet. Wow! And so you're you're talking about intercom beating up people and stuff, and I just <laughs> to kill time, I just did a little uh, you know uh, a, a little snippet from a headline that says U.S. Democrats intimidate electors in Nazi style. Boy, that sounds a lot like intercom. Right. It's exactly. But they're they're uh, uh, Papa Bush's organization begun in 1975, and then they they. He established them to work in all the embassies, and Benghazi is one of them, in which they were the ones trafficking the weapons. They were the ones working the airport securities. They're the ones working all our foreign embassy securities. And they're in all our federal courts, and they're masquerading as uh, federal officers when, in fact, they're just private contractees without any rights or to arrest anyone. They are not. Policemen. They well, are not security guards, right? They're what we call monitors. They can only call for help. Haven't you seen this Geico commercial where they have the guy that is a, a security guard with a badge in a bank and there's a bank robbery going on? And the, the head of the bank and this woman are laying on the floor and they go, well, do something. And he turns to them and he goes, I'm a security monitor. My only and he's got a gun. My only job is to call the bank if something's going on. And so he uses his phone and he calls the guy on the floor and he says, there's a robbery in progress. That's all they're allowed to do, folks. They're not allowed to touch you in federal court. They're not allowed to do anything except for call the U.S. Marshals or call the local state police in the area or the local police to say, we have a situation to which I am going to sign a sworn statement that I saw this happen. I'm just wondering if, uh, you know, the intercon up in uh, Portland, Oregon with uh, Attorney Mumford got that memo. Uh, I'm sure that they uh, didn't because the judge was telling them to stand down and they were tasering Mr. Mumford. And I understand there are several witnesses who are signing affidavits. Okay. So let's talk about how on December 14th, they're going to uh, burst the Hong Kong Shanghai real estate bubble. Now, for those people out there they, that aren't really familiar with, most the, the Italian government went down today. Or yeah, I did read about that. That's uh, encouraging to me, anyway. 
Well, you have to understand that the Italian banks are, are going into default and that almost one third to a quarter of their uh, real estate loans are backed by French banks. You know, uh, Dean, remember back when, oh gosh, everything in the news was all about Greece. What a catastrophe. What a horror. Oh, the horror for Europe. And it's like, look, you know, uh, I was reporting, and so were other people, that, uh, listen, you know, Greece is bad if you're in Greece, but Greece's economy isn't really big enough to really damage the, the, the European Union to, you know, an extent that they can't recover. However, while that was going on, I was reporting that, but Spain, Spain and Italy... I was calling Spain and Italy a year ago saying, man, when those two go down, and they are going down because they're in the same mess Greece is in, except their economies are way bigger, and that will damage the EU beyond repair. And now here we are, Italy. I honestly thought Spain would be first, but, hey, Italy was first. Right. And uh, so, Frank, next week I'll play a song for you. Yes, I predicted this. Well, kind of. I mean, because I did have Spain in there, and they haven't yet. Although they're, oh, no. Are, aren't no. They the voting? only reason why Spain hasn't fallen is because it is the headquarters for the Jesuits. Ah. Okay. The Inquisition. The Superior General's office is in Spain. Okay, so now, now isn't, let's isn't, isn't Caledonia, like, trying to split? Aren't they trying to, like secede from Spain? Yes, and they probably will once the vote stops getting rigged. Okay. Cal Caledonia. I, no, it's not Caledonia. Oh, You're okay. saying the wrong thing. Um, we'll figure it out later. Um, anyway, so let's look at what's happening. Now, when we look at, let's do a very quick analysis that will involve Saudi Arabia, China, and the Pentagon. Now, in Saudi Arabia, we're looking at the fact that they have a whole black market of oil in the world. Okay, it's all clandestine, whether it's pumping worldwide, but there's no way to track the, how much they're pumping and who they're selling it to. We're talking oil from Venezuela, Brazil, Argentina, Iraq, Iman, Russia's wells, and Russia owns wells everywhere from Cuba all the way over to the North Sea. And then we have North Africa and South Africa, all right, from Angola all the way to Libya, all right, which actually pumps straight into Italy, and then Canada. So everybody's selling oil under the table. We don't know the quality. So these, and what's more, Saudi Arabia is sitting on a, a massive amount of foreign debt in the form of bonds. So there are four problems facing Saudi Arabia, that is uh, the oil sales that are untraceable, the foreign debt bonds, um, and they're also heavily invested in real estate and, of course, potable water. They don't have a source of water if, if their present sources get disrupted. Now, if we go to China, it just turns out that Henri Kissinger, his dopalanger, because Right now, Cheney and Kissinger are no longer alive, or they are no longer competent. So the Kissinger that went into China was a dopalanger. The question is, were they ever really alive? 
who cares? But at this point, you have to remember that uh, I think it was back in 1972 when, when Nixon was being taped, that it was um, General Haig who was in the basement of the White House who was taping Kissinger and Nixon. And remember uh, that movie uh, that exposed that whole taping, what was it, uh, with Robert Redford and... Um, All the President's Men. Right, it was Bob Winward, right? Woodward. Bob Woodward. Right? He was, in fact, a U.S. Navy intelligence spy working for General Haig. Okay? And they set up the whole system of taping Nixon, who was taping other calls. <laughs> so when Kissinger walks into China, he's trying basically to pull this whole Cambodia-Vietnam kind of thing, where Kissinger had talked the Pentagon into bombing Cambodia so that they could start a, a massive war in Vietnam and make lots of money on weapons. And then Kissinger, they, they taped Kissinger turning around and telling Nixon, well, we're going to betray the Pentagon, go into China, and we'll say we won't have a big war if you open up your trade doors. And that, in fact, happened with uh, Zemin Jiang, who is now in Chinese prison. That's the former president of China. So, you know, it's amazing that they didn't throw Kissinger in jail. So, and you saw that this whole issue of Taiwan has come up with Donald Trump, and that was, you know, part of this deal that, you know, I, I have been saying D'Amato is a problem and Taiwan is D'Amato's territory. But there is a big issue right now that's kind of screwed everything for these D'Amato people and the fact that uh, Japan has now basically said to the U.S. Pentagon, you're screwed on all your bases in Japan right now. And the Philippines, Duarte, the president there, has basically said to the Pentagon, you're screwed on all the bases you have in the, in the Philippines. So we have officially, as of yesterday, lost all our workable presence in the Pacific Ocean. Well, uh, now, uh, now, I have a, now I have a question here because, you know, Duarte in, uh, you know, uh, the Philippines, he... You know, he has a plan. He's going to cozy up with China and do trade with them and Russia, and I get that. But what's Japan going to do? I mean, Japan has basically turned their backs on the Chinese. They hate the Chinese. The Chinese hate them. And if they throw the United States out, do they intend to defend themselves, or what? what's their plan? They're going it alone. <laughs> okay. Well, good luck with, with that. With their nuclear waters. Yeah, good luck okay. with that. I know what we'll do. We will use the Pacific Ocean as a nuclear moat. You can't get anywhere near us because we... Nor will we want to go near you. Right. All right. I so mean, let's uh, go to the Pentagon. Doesn't seem got, like a great plan. Right. You got the Mad Dog General. What's his name? Mad Dog Matthias or whatever his name is. I don't is. know, Mad but just Mad Dog. You know, his friends can call him. We're, we're Weapon please. sales. Weapon and security sales. So we've got the 2000 Cohen delegation, which we named a couple weeks ago. Everybody from Lockheed Martin down to Dynacorp and everybody. And then we have Intercon and ACAL, which is basically all your domestic terrorism security forces that are operating illegal in the United States. So that's Mad Dog. 
That's his secretary of defense. And and it's interesting that Gillibrand is opposing his waiver to be secretary of defense. And obviously, it's a classic Schumer shakedown for more money for weapons sales. Now, you have Goldman Sachs, the T-bills coming on board. You have the pipeline, which, by the way, that North Dakota pipeline, does everybody realize it goes under the Missouri River? So if that pipeline were to screw up, it would basically destroy our whole Mississippi system. Yep. And our whole aquifers for the Midwest, which basically would drag our entire country into a virtual desert. So isn't it interesting that nobody wants to talk about that and the fact that our entire economy is now hinged on the so-called agricultural combines owned by international consortiums that grow soy and wheat in the heartland but do not pay U.S. taxes. Hmm. Now, back to the pipeline. I read today that the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers have been ordered, and they, they have issued the order down that, uh, look, uh, we're going to relook at these uh, things about going across the Missouri River. However, the pipeline constructor said, we don't care what the Army Corps says. We're doing it anyway, and we're moving ahead. So what do you think of this? <laughs> well, you know what? That's because they know Donald Trump is backing it. And now we're set. This is exactly the civil war that's going to come down. Because th- look at it, this, people. Last week we discussed how there were force multipliers, not, in the, not only in the United States with all these foreign military combatants who've come in under the auspices of, I don't know, what would you call them, Frank? Asylum. Yeah. And uh, what do we what do we give them? I don't know. We brought in ten thousand to a hundred thousand armed military foreign well, mercenaries. In the hour before this, I I was uh, brought up a story that two thirds two thirds of all the so called children coming in under Obama's program are actually adults, and that uh, human services is now. Uh, kiting money from Medicare and other programs like uh, the uh, Something White AIDS Foundation and Cancer Research and uh, Flu Research and all these other programs. Brian White, yeah. And they're taking money away from them to the tune of 170 something million dollars to feed refugees. No, they're re- they're feeding the force multipliers because they're already in Europe. So let's go down the, the trigger sequence. Now, when the real estate bubble hits Hong Kong and Shanghai, it'll start in Hong Kong on December 13th. And that's when the whole real estate loans and everything, all these hedge funds based on real estate will start to collapse because many of these buildings are faulty, they're badly built, they can't be built on time, and then those are going to drag in the ones that have been completed and filled, and you're just going to have this, uh, you know, with the lack of, you know, manufacturing sales, you're going to have this whole hedge fund bubble burst. Now, when that goes, it's going to drag in all these Chinese investments and investors which are around everywhere else. But remember, China is heavily invested in treasury bills in the United States, and so is Saudi Arabia. So they're going to have to start cashing in treasury bills when this bubble hits. 
This is going to start a massive land sale of Treasury bills in the United States, causing massive inflation. So Janet Yellen is racing across against the clock to raise rates, knowing that, in fact, the job numbers of employments are plummeting and that everything is, quote, unquote, built on sand. It's all a cognizant dissonance kind of issue, meaning the economy is a false flag. It is, it is dying. It is going under. Shops are closing up everywhere. But this Goldman Sachs Treasury bill printing press has to keep running. So we're exactly what President Lincoln was in 1962 when he issued, you know, he got us off the gold standard because of Pennsylvania. The people, the guy who came in from Pennsylvania to run the Treasury for the military. And of course, what was the big thing facing Abraham Lincoln? How to finance the Civil War. And this is what Trump is going to do. They've told Trump the only way to bail the United States out is to create a fake false war and to have Treasury bills floated with defense contracts that won't pay anybody, won't create jobs. But well, what Lincoln, what Lincoln actually did, he, he issued uh, greenbacks, which are U.S. notes, as, as opposed to bank notes. And a lot of people believe that's one of the reasons he was killed. Because, what you don't you know. see behind that, Frank, is the massive debt he entered into. Oh, sure. Well, anytime you issue notes like that, you've got to issue bonds to basically cover those notes. And do you know the banks that are on each side of the White House were the ones who issued those bonds? Okay. That's how the Federal Reserve got created. That's how the banks from New York and Pennsylvania essentially took over the country. Well, we'll have to end it there with the uh, banks taking over the country uh, because we are out of time, Dean. Oh, so is Chuck Schumer. No, you keep promising that, but yet he lives. Okay, so I'll just say that the real estate bubble followed by massive inflation, infrastructure collapse, food and agriculture, and then potable water is the third trigger. And then, of course, it's all downhill after that. Sounds like a bad day, but well, that's another day because, like, it's another said, beauty parlor moment. We, we are out of time. Thanks for being on, Dean. We'll see you again next Monday. And, folks, we will see you again tomorrow. And you can keep listening. we got good stuff coming up, so don't go anywhere. And as always, thanks for listening.
political, religious, and medical views presented on various shows heard on American Voice Radio Network are not necessarily the views held by the management of American Voice Radio and are not presented as an endorsement by this network. All statements heard on American Voice Radio are the sole responsibility and opinion of those who speak the particular statement. Carl Miller is an expert on the Constitution of the United States and the Bill of Rights. He has studied law for over 25 years and has a courtroom win-loss rate of over 90%. He is not an attorney. Carl prefers representing himself in propria persona as he delights in tying federal prosecutors in knots, often winning the praise and respect of the judges at the same time. Carl is a highly decorated hero of the Vietnam War, serving in the elite Apache troop as a paratrooper and crew chief. The famous movie, Apocalypse Now, and the best-selling book, Apache Sunrise, are based on the true-life experiences of this group of brave and patriotic Americans. Carl Miller was inducted into the top-secret project Blue Book, and he considers it an honor to have served in several operations supporting Lieutenant Colonel James Bo Greitz, including Operation Eagle Snatch. Carl is a veteran of hundreds of dangerous parachute jumps, breaking his legs or ankles six times. Shot down four times, personally shot twice, Carl has miraculously escaped death numerous times. Carl credits divine intervention and God's providence for preserving his life unto this day so he may complete the most important mission of his life, that of teaching others the importance of the Constitution of the United States and how to use it, and by using it, thus preserving it. Carl has taught hundreds of people, including housewives and truck drivers, the fine art of arguing the Constitution and winning in court. Carl says it's easy once you know how, and a whole lot of fun, too. Good evening, folks. I want to thank you for inviting me into your home tonight to talk to you about an extremely important issue to you. I I basically uh, uh, am here to talk about the United States Constitution and our government and uh, some of the principles that... uh, You need to understand most thoroughly so that you can have an effective opportunity to exercise your constitutional rights. The whole purpose of this is that you understand that these these rights come from God, okay, that they are God-inspired. God is the one who who endowed us with these rights, and that this Constitution merely uh, offers a legitimate program to protect those rights or to secure those rights and the blessings of those rights on ourselves and on our children for all time. It's important that you understand that the Constitution is uh, God-inspired. It's important that you understand that a lot of the principles that are in the Constitution actually come out of the Holy Bible, okay? And it's very important that you understand that this Constitution allows each of you each to be a king or queen in your own right, as long as you recognize one principle, that you don't ever create a situation where you take away the rights of another. So the whole point of, of having the Constitution is so that all of us can have the rights equally, and, and, and as long as we respect our neighbor and allow them also to have the rights equally, the, the, the protections are, are, are going to last forever. And, and the reality is that... We are going to get thoroughly into your Constitution. We want you to find a Constitution wherever you can, and we are going to basically take you step-by-step through some of the most important parts of this Constitution so that you can better exercise your rights in a timely fashion. Now, the facts are simple. If you don't know your rights, you don't have any rights, and that's just the way it is. And if you certainly couldn't exercise those rights timely if you don't know what they are, so what's going to happen is they're going to tell you what your rights are, and do you think they're going to tell you in your favor? Certainly not. Now... 
We've come a long way to put this program on to help you. By the way, my name is Carl Miller. I want to thank you again for inviting me into your home. We're going to proceed with vigor. Uh, I should tell you a few things about me, that I'm a prior service soldier. I served three combat tours in Republic of Vietnam. I should tell you that I was a participant in the top secret project called Blue Book, where the officers in the jungle smelled a rat in a woodpile, and they decided to pull their, their top soldiers aside, and they come on over here, let's come on over here. We want to talk to you. And they took their top soldiers in the corner, and they started teaching them things like duty, honor, country, pride in the core. They taught us history. They taught us all kind of uh, uh, programming as far as what's going on in our government. They taught us the Constitution. We had to be able to rattle the Constitution off just like we would any manual of arms. And this all took place to totally top secret so that we wouldn't offend any uh, chains of command or any uh, presidential problems similar to what... Uh, happened between General MacArthur. Yeah, the bottom line is uh, this was taken totally uh, upon their own, shall we say, careers to pull this thing off. And uh, they, this happened all throughout a lot of the military services in Vietnam. Uh, Marine Corps, Air Force, Army, we all they all pulled aside their best people and they started putting everything on and teaching us our Constitution. So I'm going to try and instill in you that flame that was instilled in me over 25 years ago, in which I have been I have been transferring ever since. I have been fighting tooth and nail to defend the Constitution. I have helped thousands and thousands and thousands of other people do the same. I teach people how to be their own counsel, to stand up in courts of law, and be able to exercise their constitutional rights in a timely and effective manner. And uh, the good Lord willing, I'll be able to keep doing that. So why don't we uh, right now try and get into some parts of the Constitution. The most important thing that I can teach you about this Constitution is the importance of reading it. You must read the Constitution and understand what physically is involved. You must know your rights and timely assert them. That is your burden. If you do not, then a legal term called latches incurs is in full force. Latches is a legal term which is defined as an as a Latches is a species of action wherein a party of reasonable intelligence and integrity, having a right to take an action as is prescribed by law and having failed to timely do so, loses all right to proceed. So what is actually happening out there, folks, is that latches is incurring because most people don't read their constitution and know what's involved. So then you are left to being told, well, that's what it means. Okay, so you just got to do what you got to do, and you're told, and, and they're going to tell you in favor of them. They're not going to tell you in favor of you. So it's better for you to read the book and understand what's in it. It's not a very big book. I, I highly recommend the book. I, you can get several versions. Uh, a lot of times you contact your congressman. Uh, my congressman, Dominic Vincentini, uh, state senator, supplied this one for me. Uh, John Kuhn, a libertarian candidate, has supplied several also. Uh, some of these folks, uh, just check with your local uh, congressman or state rep. Uh, a lot of times you can, they'll just give you one. If you cannot find one, go down to your United States uh, government building here in the Detroit vicinity. We, it's called the McNamara Building on the first floor. And uh, what we do then is we uh, go into the government printing office, and usually they're about a buck. But I highly recommend you go get one. I, I don't leave home without mine. I usually have three or four of them someplace. And I hand them out also myself. I give them out to whoever. I, I think one of the most kindest things I can do to a person is give them this book and show them how it works. This book is kind of like a genie in a bottle. If you know how to stroke this book, I'm telling you, the genie comes out. And it usually 
with a force that, that you that will be clearly recognized in any court in the land. Now that doesn't mean it'll be easy. You might have to work a little bit. But basically there's an argument, and it comes like this. If I violate your rights, you may or may not know about it. If you know about it, you may or may not be able to do something about it. If you do have an ability to do something about it, you may or may not have the financial wherewithal to, to go to a finished program. If you do have the, the financial wherewithal, you may not have the intestinal fortitude to go to a finished program. So most of the time, your governments and your, your abusive uh, personalities in government or your corporations uh, pretty much have carte blanche to to injure you because in 99.9% .9 of the cases nobody most people will not proceed but every now and then you run into that one hard nut and he doesn't quit or she doesn't quit till the cows come home and what happens is that person will prevail and those are the people that are actually generating better protections and better constitutional rights for you. Those are the ones that are going to the Supreme Courts and the Courts of Appeals and what have you that are pushing, that are spending their life funds to allow you to have the benefit. But if you aren't there to catch the benefit, then you, you the benefit is lost. So we're going to get right into the Constitution. We're going to teach you some things about it. Pay attention because we're really doing this out of an act of love for you. And we're hoping to God you're going to pick up on it and pay attention. Okay? Now. I'm going to put one constitution down here so the folks can see it. I will open this up from time to time to demonstrate things to you. I will basically try and read out of another constitution so that we can better show you some of the things that are involved. Now it's important that you understand that this constitution is in writing. It's important that you understand that it is a legal document, okay? That it was ratified by all of the members in a Congress together, right? And that that document can be, you can get all the signatures on the document. Okay? And it's important that you understand that there was an offer, government offered to govern. There was a consideration. The citizens considered how they were going to be governed. And government promised that they would govern by Constitution. And there was an agreement. The citizens agreed that if government promised there would be a government by Constitution, that they would agree to allow the Constitution into force. Now, there's a unique situation here. It's very rare when you find the party of the first part, which is the congressmen, officers of the government, who are also parties of the second part as representatives of we the people, the republic. And when they signed the document, they signed the document as officers of government, agreeing to the Constitution, and simultaneously as officers of representatives of the people in the republican form of government. And when they signed that document, that constituted a ironclad contract in writing enforceable in a court of law pursuant to the statute of frauds. Here in the state of Michigan, that's 566.132, Michigan Compile Laws Act, which basically states anything in writing is enforceable in a court of law pursuant to the statute of frauds. Now, all we're asking is that they enforce the contract. We want them to enforce the contract. In other words, if we read something in here and we got a good reason for why we believe it's the way it is, then they should honor that. And they should honor it in favor of you, the clearly intended and expressly designated beneficiary. But I'll get into that a little later. The program that you should understand, especially, is Article 6, Paragraph 2 of the Constitution. This is called the Supremacy Clause of the Constitution. It's located at Article 6. Everybody see that? Paragraph 2, which is going to start right here, and I'm going to read it to you. Okay? And basically...